Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And if Marvel doesn't expand into musicals, then what the fuck was the point of all this MCU nonsense? (laughs) Yeah, it seems like it could be headed that direction. I can see why they haven't so far, because can you imagine trying to make uh, comic books look like they're singing? (laughs) That'd be a little bit complicated. I mean, Spider-Man 3 tried to do musical. That's true. Failed miserably. Fair, yeah. Of course, that was Sony. Yeah. (laughs) Will Marvel get it done? They teased us with the Hawkeye trailer. Yeah, it seems like it. So, we'll talk about that more, obviously, uh, with the trailer review conversation. Yes. Whatever. Breakdown. However you want to word it. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think Marvel... Is trying to get the what do they call it, the EGOT? Is it what is it called? Well, you get one award from every category of oh the industries. Oh yeah, the T for Tony. That could I mean it could be. I wouldn't be surprised. It's like the Infinity Gauntlet of awards, or in pa- it's, it's, it's Emmy, the, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like the Infinity Stones. Of it might be. Maybe they're gonna make some kind of awards gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just melt down the awards and just turn them into a, a they, gauntlet. They snap and all the other entertainment companies just disappear. You mean half of them? Oh, right. Well, it's Disney, so they might find Obviously a different. Obviously, Sony's yeah. first on the list. <laughs> yeah, they're on the way. Oh no! What <laughs> what will what will happen to Spider Man now? <laughs> Who will take over? <laughs> I guess we could handle it for you out of the goodness of our yeah. hearts. The irony, too, is uh, they did try to do a Spider-Man musical, like, back in the day. Oh. I think it was okay. around the time that that first set of movies was a thing. hmm I don't think it lasted long. I'm probably not. I think, uh, I think, I think the people were getting hurt trying to do the stunts yeah, as Spider-Man. seems reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I think they ended that pretty quickly. I want to say within a year or two. Mm-hmm. I feel like I remember a news story about someone getting hurt yeah. doing that. Yeah, they, so, they yeah. shut down after that, and then they just oh, I never came back. Well, yeah, forget it. This is for movies. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, get into our episode. Uh, I do want to say, though, I have one thing I need to... Not, not correct, but... Clarify. Uh, <laughs> clarify. We did the Shang-Chi Anatomy of episode. Yes. Uh, I fucked up. I forgot to say the director and writers of the screenplay. Oh, okay. So I felt bad when I realized that after editing and it was all said and done. Mm-hmm. So I would like to just give credit right now for the people involved in that movie. Okay. Uh, so Sean Chi was directed by Destin Daniel Cretton and the screenplay was by Dave Callahan, also Destin Daniel Cretton, and Andrew Lanham. Okay. So... I apologize. I'm sure you're all listening. Yeah, they're all deeply offended. Yeah, or you're not because you listen to that one and you're like, yeah, "Well, not I'm not going to listen anymore." We lost them as listeners. Yeah. So please come back. Yeah. Somebody let them know. Uh, also, if you haven't checked that out, but you've seen the movie, go check out our review. Mm-hmm. It's full spoilers. Good conversation. Had some interesting ideas and theories on where the MCU could go or is going. Yeah, if you want to like listen to other ideas that you might not have had, or you like just want to 
revel in more more content that is related to Shang-Chi, go check it out. It's going to be really helpful for people who don't have other Marvel fans to be dissecting this shit with. So we mm-hmm. dissected it for you. Hence why well, we have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to talk about it with us. No. So we have to talk about so it talking with, with each other. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say this. I'm probably going to be kicked out of Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Because I'm going to be talking about Eternals too much. Yeah. That might happen. I'm thankful for Marvel <laughs> and giving us four <laughs> movies this year. Yeah. One of which was recently The Eternals. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Let's get into our episode. Yes. All right. Uh, we were not here last week, obviously. We were busy dissecting Shang-Chi, so. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, was, he was screaming. He, <laughs> We probably should really have killed him there. first. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of a bitch without those ten rings. Just going to say it. <laughs> All we did was wait till he was in the shower. We yeah. Grab those suckers. Yeah. Apparently they're not waterproof. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty big fucking flaw in that yeah, whole thing. Yeah, huge design flaw. Uh, so, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Still got sucked back in. So what are you excited about that's coming out so, this week? Yeah, coming out this week. Or it came out and we just want to catch up on. Yeah. Uh, Netflix has a Korean TV series called Squid Game. Okay. It's It feels like it's like a play on Battle Royale. Okay. But more of a the game obstacle course thing is killing people rather than them killing each other. Okay. It's like that... Um, is it like Battleship? Was it Fall Guys? Is that what that game is called? Oh. The weird like the little toddling balloon people that yeah, like yeah. You, you just like who survives till the end. Yeah, yeah. It feels like that. Okay. Had my interest comes out September nineteenth or September seventeenth. I hope that as soon as you said the title, my I kept went off on a tangent of the theme song in my head is to the tune of Head Games. So it's Squid Game. <laughs> you know that song? I have no idea oh, what you're talking okay. about. Whatever, it's fine. I'll play it for you later. <laughs> I'll let you know if it, it's in there. <laughs> Sounds like it was made for it. Yeah. Uh, also on September 17th, Superman and Lois on HBO Max. This is season one. Oh, yeah. We watched, I think, the first couple episodes. Yeah. I liked it enough. I never really went back to it. Yeah, I forgot um, about it. <laughs> but I have heard a lot of people say good things about this show. Okay. Despite the things that we kind of had criticisms about early mm-hmm. in the, the first episode or two. But, yeah. But uh, I think I might check it out some more since it's all there to binge. So that way if I enjoy it, I can get it knocked out pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, and last, Frogger is coming to Peacock. Uh, well, it's, I guess it's already there. So I don't know when it came out. But it's, like, uh, it's kind of like the Netflix show... The floor is lava. Is that what it was called? I think, yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it feels like that kind of show where it's like an obstacle course thing. Mm-hmm. You have to get from point A to point B, and there's some kind of contest between contestants. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's all themed after the game Frogger from back in the day. That sounds pretty entertaining. I was hoping it was gonna be like a a melodrama about a frog trying to get across the road. Yeah. <laughs> he just observes a bunch of drama happening around him as he's going across the street yeah (laughs) maybe he competes with a chicken maybe see who gets across first yeah then you ask him why they did it yeah yeah (laughs) 
why why did you do it <laughs> chicken pulls out a cigarette dramatically inhales <laughs> that's a story for season two my friend <laughs> all right um we, i we practically wrote this show for yeah them. i wouldn't be surprised if that's exactly what it is <laughs> Well, I am excited for the morning show season two coming out on this uh, September seventeenth as well on Apple TV Plus. Um, I really enjoyed that show. It had a lot of like darker moments, but it was overall pretty funny and like good. It was a good story, so I enjoyed it. I'm glad it's coming back for season two. Is all of the main cast coming back? Uh, as far as I know, I mean, there's certain people that are going to be more of the focus now. I don't want to say in yeah. case anybody hasn't I, seen I don't season know what that one. Means, so. Yeah. It seems like there's going to be a shift in power, if you will. Mm. I'll, that's as far as I'll go. Um, and What We Do in the Shadows, season three, dropped uh, recently, last couple days, I think, um, on Hulu or FX, depending on how you watch that. And uh, that's super exciting. I remembered that it was going to happen, and then a bunch of time passed, and I was like, fuck, that's already out. So we're going to have to watch that immediately. Yeah, I think there's a few episodes already. Yep. And Kate is a movie on Netflix. Uh, it's a seems like it's gonna be about like a female assassin who is a t- somebody tries to kill her and then she's on like a revenge mission or something like that. Um, it seems very colorful. Didn't action. we have a movie we just watched with the same yes. premise? Yes, it was the uh, something something milkshake. Gun, oh, the gunpowder milkshake. Gunpowder milkshake or milkshake gunpowder. Yeah, one of those. Two. Yeah, that one. It was pretty similar sounding. My gunpowder brings all the boys to the hood. I think it was. <laughs> I don't think that's what it was, but I or wish to it the was. Yard. Yeah, my gunpowder brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> I like that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It seems just like a, an interesting, like a fun action movie, mm. really. And notable mention. I I made fun of this when we talked about it coming out, but. Uh, Why the Last Man, that show where all of the men disappeared or died and the women devolve into chaos, mm-hmm. uh, that that show has been released on Hulu FX as well, <laughs> in case somebody was uh, waiting for that. Spoilers. Uh-huh. It was Thanos. Oh, okay. He just he was conveniently, just selective. <laughs> he just conveniently hit one gender over the other. I wonder if it's about how you rearrange the stones. If you put them in the right order, you can control how it works. I think he used the EGOT <laughs> The EGOT The EGOT <laughs> That, I think, is what changed it. That makes sense. Okay. Um, and also coming on to theaters, uh, <laughs> this one, I'm not really... It's called Lady of the Manor. And it looks like um, basically a comedy-ish where uh, a young woman is a tour guide in a historic estate and winds up befriending the resident ghost. Okay. Uh, it seems kind of entertaining. The cast looks like legit. Judy Greer pays, plays the ghost, and um, uh, Justin Long is in it. Luis Guzman, a couple of other people that are like usually in comedies. It's I don't know a whole lot about it, but it seems kind of entertaining. That comes out to theaters on the seventeenth as well. And Prisoners of the Ghostland. Have you seen the trailer for this? No, I've never uh, heard of either of these movies. You want to make take a wild guess for who's in it? Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Is it a comedy? No. It's an action horror thriller. Okay. A notorious criminal must break an evil curse in order to rescue an abducted girl who has mysteriously Wait, I already disappeared. Got it. I got it. I got it. Who is it? Liam Neeson. No. Oh. Close. 
it is Nicolas Cage. Okay. Duh. Yeah. He's in everything. He's in everything right now. And like when I saw the cover of this, I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, it's just, it looks ridiculous. So I'm sure it's going to be terrible, but I'm, I'm in slightly interested. I'm going to take a wild guess. They gave this role to Liam Neeson. And he was like a... Nay. They made this role for, him. for Liam Neeson. Yeah. He showed up to set on the first day uh-huh. just to find Nicolas Cage there. <laughs> and he said... He's like, no, I got this. You sit this one out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that is coming to theaters too, surprisingly. Uh, <laughs> it probably is going to be on demand as well. I didn't go so far as to look into that, but uh, it sounds like it will be an entertaining. Yeah, I haven't heard of these movies, so I'm, yeah. I'm interested. To check I went through. These out. There's a bunch of other things coming out that day, but those were the most intriguing to me, so I figured I'd bring them up. Anybody who likes Nicolas Cage and his most recent binge of like action horror thriller yeah, situations. That's a good way of describing it. Binge. He's like binging acting in all of these. <laughs> He's a binge actor. He's a binge actor. <laughs> As of 2021. Yes. He's like, how many projects can I do? He said, <laughs> binge there, done that. Yeah. His agent gave him a script and uh, that's what he says when he feels like it's already been done. Yeah. Binge there, done that. Okay. I hope he does. Followed by, I'll take it. I'm in. <laughs> All right, we do have some bad news for people who uh, like to hear bad news. What? <laughs> then that means it's good news. Well, the good news is that there's bad news. Oh, okay. Well, wouldn't that be good news for people who like bad news? Well, it's semantics. Like, okay. <laughs> leave Car- it to the person to decide. Carry on. <laughs> Furiosa, the Mad Max prequel, has been delayed to 2024. Damn. Uh, it was intended for a June 23rd, 2023 release. Now we'll release in May of 2024. May 24th, to be exact. Okay. Until they maybe change it again. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a little time. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty far away to like delay, though. Yeah. I guess it's just about the type of prep that kind of movie would take. Yeah. If it's anything like the last movie, I mean, it's a lot of labor, I would say, to put those scenes together with all the vehicles and stuff like that true recording all that Mm -hmm. so it just must be a schedule issue with uh getting it all done in time yeah um universal has delayed a few movies jackass forever we've seen that plenty of times in theaters trailer won't stop playing yeah uh it's going to be releasing february of 2022 now so next year okay Maybe they'll dial it back with the playing it in front of every single movie then? Probably not. Okay. Because they already have those trailers in their yeah. possession. They're like, eh, we're not going to change A girl that. can dream. <laughs> we're back in 2019, like I guess. like a dog's Late purpose. 2019, yeah. Same trailers every fucking time. We're like, well, we'll see that for a few years. Yeah. Or ever, in that sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a dog's purpose uh, is to fuck off because we don't care about this movie. Yeah. I was like, wait, is that on here? <laughs> Top Gun Maverick is going to be uh, releasing May 27th, 2022 now. Okay. And, of course, Mission Impossible 7, which was that release date, is now going to be September 30th of 2022. So Universal is basically like, we... 
are definitely doing theater. Yeah. And we are not confident that we're going to do yeah. well right now. Yeah, they're like, we give up on this We'd year. rather <laughs> delay five years yeah. than stream anything. Yeah. They were like, you know what? We're going to have our own snap. Yeah. <laughs> we're erasing our movies from the release dates. Yeah, exactly. For a few years. Up to five. Some positive news. Uh, Halloween Kills, which is the sequel to the Halloween sequel. Okay. It's a sequel to the Bell, sequel? Okay, good to know. Uh, is going to debut in theaters and on Peacock the same day, October 15th. For premium and premium plus subscribers of the service Peacock. So you will not pay anything extra if you are one of those tiers. Okay. Uh, what the fuck do you think the difference between premium and premium plus is? Uh, You're not that premium if there's something better than you. I think it's ads. Uh, we, if it's we peacock, tried it out when it first came out, right? And we had the premium, and we still had ads. Didn't so? Yeah, but we premium didn't, plus we didn't have like premium plus. No ads, or just even less ads. But we're still going to give you ads because that seems to be premium. What... Peacock gives you access to their special originals, mm-hmm. and then premium plus, I think, might have no or very few ads. Mm-hmm. But premium plus or regular premium is just an additional access. I feel like it's bullshit that <laughs> any service charges you if they have ads absolutely because look at it this way when everything was on television like cable you didn't get charged for any of that programming you know why because the source of revenue was the ads Mm -hmm. that they got paid for to run during their shows yeah exactly so if you can survive how many decades like that Uh then you can survive with the streaming service exactly you're just choosing to charge the consumer as well. Yeah, so that I confirm. There's absolutely no difference in the content. It's just whether you get ads or not. But it does have a thing that says some situations on Premium Plus, you could still have ads. <laughs> I'm not really sure what. <laughs> I'm sure it's like Peacock-specific stuff. Maybe, will be yeah. Always, will always be there because they want to plug that in. Yeah, yeah. You know, like 30 Rock. Oh, God. With their one-off Peacock thing that they did. Don't remind me. That was awful. I mean, I already did. Stop. <laughs> Rewind time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, also, DC's Injustice animated movie will release October 19th of this year. I'm looking forward to that one. However, since they did me dirty with mm. Death in a Family, yeah, I will not be purchasing any animated DC movies. And I'll just wait for HBO Max. Yeah. To get them. Probably a good call. At least for the time being. Mm-hmm. I'm still a little Until bitter. Feel still better. a little bitter about it. Yeah. That was shady as fuck. Wasted a lot of money on that. Yeah. By a lot, I mean the price of it. Yeah. <laughs> which I think was 20 bucks. Yeah. Just think how many chicken nuggets I could have gotten for 20 bucks. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> how many chicken nuggets? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Probably like. 40 or 50. You know that somebody listening is like, yeah, I, I get this now. <laughs> I understand this. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that pain. Yeah. Uh, and some really big news. Mm-hmm. I put in the like delays and announcements, but it's probably more just general news. Mm-hmm. But here we go. There are now four untitled Marvel films that have been announced for release through 2024. So we don't know what they are, but we know they are Marvel movies. Okay. That's exciting. 
so I guess Disney updated their release calendar. So uh, we got a little bit of information. There's four new uh, movies on the calendar. One is the Little Mermaid live action movie that is set for May 26th. Okay, of 2024. So, so it's Disney movies, not Marvel specific. Right. right. Yes, Disney Disney movies. So the Little Mermaid movie was May 26th, and then there's two new Marvel movies that we don't know the title of for July 26th and November 8th, 2024. So those are the ones that they're that are specifically mm. Marvel movies, and we don't know which ones they belong to. Okay. And then also the fourth one is the Bob's Burgers movie. Um, is potentially May 27th, 2022. Okay. Which I don't think I realized was a Disney situation, so... Yeah, it's Fox, That's so... Some, I guess that makes sense. Bought, it's still, the purchase. still not used to that. Bought in the, uh, <laughs> Acquisition. the Fox thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, also, I guess now I'm looking here, there is also some Star Wars stuff. So they have, through 2028, two untitled Star Wars films planned for 2025 and 2027. Okay. Uh, Rogue Squadron is still set for December 22nd, 2023. And that is the Patty Jenkins film, right? If I'm correct, yeah. which we have some news on her later on. Yeah, we that do. I'm gonna talk about. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I guess it's only two movies. But what? Yeah. What do you want to see? What? What have they not announced? Fantastic Four, right? Or is that officially on the calendar? Well, I guess the question of when they say unannounced is: is it unannounced in the sense of they just haven't announced which movie which movies will be in there or is it unannounced as in it's going to be something that was never announced yet my interpretation is it's something that's not officially on the calendar yet but i mean i'm just saying i that's how i interpret it i could be wrong but okay i understood which it to fantastic be fantastic four would fall on that right category. so like they've talked about there being a movie but they haven't put it on the release calendar so that's my thought is it could be mm-hmm. that because it doesn't have a date yet, and this could be giving it a date, even though it's not telling us which one is which. It could technically also be X Men, maybe. True. Or yeah. Some form. Some of, form of that. Like a specific character, maybe. Yep. Or one of them could very well be the uh, Captain America Four that we've already talked about is going to happen, but yes. they haven't put a date on yet. Um, or it could be I don't know, Young Avenger, like some something that these Disney Plus series are. Well, series-es? if it's twenty twenty four. Oh, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty too close. soon for something like that. You're right. You're right. They'd have to set up a little bit retract more. Retract that statement. Like, like phase one and two, right? Before <laughs> yeah. we got well, phase one, and then we got Avengers, right? Yeah. Okay, so that was a couple years at least. Yeah. So the only reason that that would work is if they were somehow secret in secret already working on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is possible. But yeah. But I feel like. Even then, you have to, like, concrete these characters into, like, some kind of a storyline where... Mm-hmm. To draw interest. They would work together to begin with, not just, like, individual shit, and then all of a sudden they're together, right? That's true. Oh, um, is, Shang- is Shang-Chi... Is a Shang-Chi se- sequel already on the calendar? No. Because it could be one of those, since they've now learned how well it's done. Right. I mean, was there really a question that it was going to do well? No, but I think maybe. I know some people, people were saying. I some mean, people thought that there was a concern. Simu Liu yeah. even seemed to say that there was a lot of people that thought they yeah. were going to fail. Yeah. Which I'm surprised by if that's the case, because yeah. it's a Marvel movie. Like, yeah. I imagine a high percent of people who like the MCU movies are not picking and choosing which ones they, they see. They're right. seeing all of them. Yeah, I think people were maybe still a little bit concerned because it really was the first big Marvel movie. 
semi post pandemic, but we're still kind of like in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I think people thought it could fail because yeah. of that. But I think it's still dead relatively well. So they maybe after seeing the numbers, they were like, okay, yeah. it's official. Well, I mean, look at Black Widow. Like, it, I know it was deemed a failure, but it wasn't in the context of its environment. Right. That's true. It did. You, you well add for what, what it, it did. It wasn't even in China, right? First mm-hmm. off, it wasn't in China. It did relatively well in the first few weeks that it was in theaters. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus gave it a second wind of profits. Yes. So it, did it meet what it should have in a non-pandemic world? Not at all. But that's like judging a fish by its ability to climb a tree. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a famous. It, it's right. It, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. It's a famous Albert Einstein quote. He was like, "You can't judge someone's intelligence by whatever their IQ mm-hmm. test or some shit because they might be really good at one thing and not at something else." Gotcha. Yeah. Those are only good for the general sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess every movie's going to have somebody saying that it's not going to do well. Yeah. But there's always going to be naysayers. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they announce. I mean, obviously, if it's within the next. Less than three years, mm-hmm. it would have to be announced within another year. Yeah, right. Just to generate the buzz. Well, I mean, and profits, right? They they want to know that they have people that want to see it. True. We're also not going to waste the money on something, right? Which is also a good way, a good reason that it points to a sequel mm-hmm. of something. I mean, yeah. So far, we're getting a, a batch of not sequels right now, right? Yeah, yeah. So. We're probably going to see a wave of sequels in the mm-hmm. next couple of years. At you know, least to uh, those. I can tell you what I don't want it to be. I don't give two shits about the Watcher and the Sky guy. I don't care about that. I have a feeling they're doing something with that, though. I don't like it. I have a feeling that's going to tie into the MCU later on for a bigger arc. Yeah, probably. Because they say what if is canon. Yeah. And they kind of, like in that show, it feels like he's more a narrative than he needs to be. Yeah. Which for tells me to have him there for a reason. Yeah, I know. I just don't want it to. Yeah. <laughs> also, a huge flaw with that whole idea. Because we just watched the recent episode. And I noticed he really emphasizes comparing the each episode that we watch. Which is always deemed a different dimension or mm-hmm. whatever universe or whatever. storytelling. Yeah. He always compares it to what we know as the MCU. Mm-hmm. But technically... The MCU that we know in the movies is just one branch of all of these that he supposedly watches. Yeah. So why is it so fucking important to him that he compares these others to it? Yeah, it's a very good question. It seems like a flaw in the concept of the Watchers role. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Yes. Moving on. Let's move on into that Patty Jenkins news, I guess, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. She's... Working on the Rogue Squadrons movie for Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, she apparently, during a during a panel interview or something with LA Times, uh-huh. uh, referred to streaming movies as fake movies. Okay. Uh, her quote was, all of the films that streaming services are putting out, I'm sorry, they look like fake movies to me. I don't hear about them. I don't read about them. It's not working as a model for establishing legendary greatness. Okay. Elitist much? Apparently this was like in regards to something uh, being said from somebody at Universal in regards to 
any movie that no matter what it was intended for, if it releases on a streaming service, it's a TV movie. Oh, okay. Which isn't even an insult. It's just defining it as like a category. Yeah. Probably for their, you know, ability to get awards for whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it seemed like she may have just took defense to that. Okay. Um, I'm going to assume it's because her movie was released on HBO Max, Wonder Woman 1984. And so by that logic, it's defined as a TV movie. Yeah. Which I'm sure in her mind, that is nowhere near a TV movie. Right. And above that. Yeah. So like you just said, yes. Sounds very elitist. Yeah. Not gonna lie, doesn't doesn't look good on her part, does it? No. I just don't know. I mean, look at, you know, bringing up 1984, right? She... She got paid like a million dollars to like basically promote that for the streaming service. Yeah. Right? It, And now she's basically saying like those kind of like like movies on streaming services aren't taken seriously. Yeah. But like I'm assuming her movie's a, the exception to that. Yeah. I don't understand like just because she's not hearing about it doesn't mean that other people aren't aware of mm-hmm. these movies. And... Well, there's always been different tiers of yeah. movies, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean a movie can't be good because it doesn't have the, the biggest budget. And that's like another thing. That's kind of like a privilege comment because that's like yeah. you're assuming that everybody has the endless resources to make a movie with millions of dollars. Literally yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. budget. Exactly. And a huge studio behind you. Mm-hmm. I don't. I would hope that that this this was taken out of context, but I can't find any evidence that it I was. I hope so because I mean, <laughs> looking at Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, it fell a lot in yeah. quality from the first movie, and I don't know if that's maybe her being defensive because she doesn't like the criticisms that movie got. Yeah, and it was tied to streaming, putting a bad taste in her mouth. Maybe I don't know. But it seems a little weird to me that uh, she thinks streaming service movies aren't very good. Oh, she said, I don't think Wonder Woman 1984 plays the same on streaming ever. I'm not a fan of day and date and I hope to avoid it forever. So I wonder if that's just her way of qualifying that Wonder Woman was terrible because it was on streaming. (laughs) So she's 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 justifying that... It's just you didn't get the experience you should have, and that's why it wasn't a good movie? Yeah, because she says, I make movies for the big screen, or whatever. I saw something about that. I mean, there's no denying it was a a budget for a big screen experience, but even seeing that on the big screen wasn't a good movie. Yeah. It just wasn't a good movie. Yeah, it just, and it wasn't about... There was aspects that were good. Yeah. But the story sucked. They basically took everything about Diana that was so positive and great in the mm-hmm. first one, and they just stripped it from her in the second one. Yeah. Defeating the whole point of her character. Yep. So, I don't know. I guess you just, your britches are too big for you at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. And this was like sometime after she got her money for Wonder Woman on for praising HBO it. and yeah. praising it yeah. on the service. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like... There's been plenty of movies that we've watched on streaming that were better than some we've seen in a theater. Oh, definitely. Like, a lot. So. (laughs) And again, not every movie is meant for theaters. And it doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Like, they have their budgets. You can do a lot if you know what you're doing. Yep. I've seen some really good stuff on Netflix that was clearly meant for the service. Mm -hmm. 
not the greatest, you know, as far as CGI or stuff like that, but like. What, the story held up? It and... gets the job done. Yeah. You, you know, you enjoy it and that's the, the point. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, we have a bunch of news about Venom. First off, it was moved forward again to October 1st after it was delayed a, a few weeks. Okay. But now it's getting a PG-13 rating, which I think we all expected. Because the first, the first movie had the 13 rating. Yeah, we all expected it. I don't think anyone was like, oh, this is definitely going to be R. No, but it should be. And it's reportedly having a 90-minute runtime. Oh, that's actually uh, really... Multiple sh- movie sites have it categorized with a 90-minute runtime. I mean, can I just say good... I'm tired of this, like, over two-hour movie situation for every single movie. It, uh, I will agree with you in the aspect of yeah. it. It does feel like a lot of movies are going over two hours. Disney min- specifically is going yes. over to, like, the two and 15-minute mark these days. Yeah. 90 minutes. With any movie that they do. Yeah. 90 uh, minutes does seem a little short. I mean, but- Marvel movies, I'm okay with it. But, yeah. like, certain movies, you don't need that long. Yeah. Um, But I will say, this in this instance, I'm annoyed by that. Yeah. Because I think... Telling the story about Venom and Carnage mm-hmm. is not fucking 90 minutes. That tells me this is going to be a shitty fucking storyline. Maybe it's not over. That's even worse. You're oh. selling us half of a fucking story. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whose side are you on? Who the fuck are you? I don't know. <laughs> um, look, let's go back to it being rated PG-13. Uh, they also, I think, said that, I think the director, Andy Serkis, said uh, they're pushing the limits of the rating as PG-13 mm-hmm. close to R. Yeah. If that's the fucking case, mm-hmm. then why not just go R? Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. In quotation, parents <laughs> are going to be bringing their children to this movie, even if it's R. Yes. That's correct. We've seen that with Deadpool. We've seen that with Suicide God. Squad. Yeah. At least for us specifically, we've seen plenty of parents bringing the kids that were nowhere near the age they should be seeing R-rated movies. Yeah, I'm more comfortable with an unaccompanied, what, 16 or 17-year-old going to see an R-rated movie than I am an accompanied 7-year-old. <laughs> And yeah. there's no rule against that. Yeah, that's so true. So I would be much, much better or much happier with an older teenager seeing it because I feel like they can at least process the information and not be fucking annoying mm-hmm. or they could not be fucking annoying. I'm not saying they won't be. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really curious if I'm given the 90 minute runtime, it kind of like you just said, I think this is probably setting up in what I expect to be Spider-Man making his debut into the Sony world. The Venomverse? <laughs> well, it's the Spider-Man... The Sony Sony's... Spider-Man universe. Yeah, yeah. Because Terrible. people needed to know who owned it. Yeah. <laughs> in Dumb. order to understand what they're watching. Yes. It's a requirement. Yeah. Uh, it's just... It's crazy. And I love how they keep bouncing around their release date backwards. And forward. It's yeah. like they're playing Pong with I themselves. I think I made the joke that they were going to do that. And then they did. So I'm like, yeah. wait. I was I guess joking. it's not a joke. I guess not. <laughs> yeah, I posted on our Twitter an animation of the uh, the Price is Right. Like, 
giant wheel. Oh, the big wheel spinning yeah. for yeah. for uh, Sony picking the release date yeah. for the movie every week. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I hope it's good. I really do. Venom is one of my favorite characters. I don't know that everybody says that, but <laughs> I mean it. Yeah. <laughs> and I know everybody says that. Yeah. But trust me. <laughs> All right, moving on. Scarlett Johansson reportedly asked for $100 million for Black Widow on Disney+. Plus. Like her cut? Her cut of the profits uh, before it was released. And apparently what happened was Disney just never responded to it. They're like, According to the report that she, yeah. out, she asked for this and was just never acknowledged, I guess. That's crazy. Surprisingly, a lot of people are on the Disney side with this, that she doesn't deserve $100 million. And yeah. again, it's not really about the number itself. It's what's the contract say? Yeah. And granted, there's nothing in the contract potentially about streaming the movie. Yeah. But... There's also nothing in the contract about it being on streaming. Yeah. Let alone her getting money for it. Yeah. So true. Uh, her putting out this offer is obviously negotiations. Mm-hmm. You have to assume that she's expecting to go down from there. Yeah. Uh, but either way, let's say she's not. Let's say she's very firm, and that's like she's like I. This is literally the number that I should be getting. Yeah. Um, I think they said that the number was based off the expected success of the movie was going to be over a billion. Mm. And, I mean, let's be honest, it probably was. Look at the last movies that came out for Marvel. You had Infinity War, Endgame, Captain Marvel at some... I think Captain Marvel was before. I think it was like Infinity... Was Infinity War, Captain Marvel, Endgame, Spider-Man, Far From Home. Mm Mm-hmm. All of those movies, if I'm correct, hit over a billion. Yeah, that sounds right. You could argue that people don't think of her as big of a character as these other ones. Mm-hmm. But I feel like given her whole arc with what they did with the MCU and what we know of her in Endgame, I think people cared enough to see what was going to happen in this and how it was going to tie in retroactively to other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so they had a... Anticipate they had anticipated a box office record of 1.2 billion for this movie based on the past movies, but as of a couple days, a few days ago, it was still at 372.3 million worldwide. And if you include premiere access, it's 500 million, so it's less than slightly less than half of what they predicted. Yeah, in a, but think about it like this: these predictions were based in a non-pandemic world. Yeah, no, I'm not. This yeah. is long before. Shit hit the fan. Yeah, it's doing wildly, it's wildly successful compared to how it could have been since it's in the pandemic. Yeah. So I guess <laughs> the argument is, is it justifiable to base your numbers off of what it could have been versus what it would be now because we're in a pandemic world mm-hmm. in theaters? Right. That's, I guess that's the deciding factor, which in my mind, well, then you just kind of negotiate to the middle of those two yeah i don't know i i'm i'm totally team scarlet and i know that people think that's crazy but it just 
a contract's a contract. She's been around for a fucking decade. Yeah, it's easy for people to think, oh, she's extremely rich. What does she need with another $100 million? But, but if you think about it the opposite way, Disney is a huge fucking multinational mm-hmm. corporation. They have infinite money. Yeah. So there's no reason they shouldn't give her her due. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess just to summarize, in case anybody's not aware, she had originally asked for $100 million based on the projected income of $1.2 billion. Then when they didn't respond and they or basically said no, whatever happened, that's when the lawsuit began. And now the lawsuit, she's seeking $50 million in damages. I'm using air quotes here. Which basically, if you is think about it- Is that on top of the $100 million? No. That's, that's what the lawsuit is okay. seeking. But so if you think about the fact that they're- with, including Premier Access, they're at $500 million, which is about a little less than half of the projected earnings. If she's asking for half of what she was originally trying to negotiate, that seems mm-hmm. completely fair. But I don't know the whole details, but that's just what I see based on the numbers. Yeah. Well, I mean, I as people like to say these days, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I just think it sucks for everybody because it's like, is this like just sour milk for yeah. the character in the MCU? Mm-hmm. If they ever wanted to bring the character back in any kind of storyline. Like, they probably won't now, right? Yeah, because of the... It's tainted. All right. Uh, and not just in potential storytelling, but uh, also just people bring it coming back into the Marvel family for making movies. Yeah. Uh, reports are Rus- the Russo brothers were, cons- were in negotiations to come back to do a new Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Black Widow controversy over the pay for Scarlett Johansson in that movie has apparently put them at an impasse with Disney to return. Interesting. So uh, they are reportedly questioning how it would be released and how they would be paid in context to changes to release. Yeah. Which I guess is now putting them in a stalemate of sorts to actually come back. Okay. Whether this is true, I don't know. But Yeah, that's just the word on the street. Yeah, that's the street word. <laughs> I would imagine if they were coming back, it would be for Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Given what they've done, Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity movies, like mm-hmm. it just, everything tells me it would be like something big, collaborative, like, like a big event. Secret Wars. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, some smaller stuff. Owen Wilson is apparently joining Haunted Mansion, a movie based off the ride for Disney. Cool. Yeah. It seems like they're like, okay, every ride we have, we're making a movie now. Wait, wait, wait. Should I say, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I always mistook this for uh, the one that Scarlett Johansson was announced to be producing and maybe star in. But Which that was that? the Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. Okay. <laughs> And I was at first, I was like, I was like, oh, weird. They don't have her mentioned in the cast. Or anything. You said that, and I was like, yeah, isn't that that movie? <laughs> okay. So I had to look it up. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's a different ride. Yeah. Turning into a movie. Mm-hmm. So that will also be interesting. Some new Aquaman suit pics have been shown. Mm-hmm. With, of Jason Momoa in the suit for the next movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a classic look, which. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, it looks the same as the last movie. The only difference I can see is like the weird fin situations on the legs. Okay. Like on the boots. There's like an extra knob. Yeah. Fin looking thing. A water knob. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
What's that for? <laughs> Nobbing. Uh, and then also a stealth suit, which literally looks the same, but black. Yeah. It's for stealth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> Nobody knows. Yeah, I mean, it looked cool, but it wasn't anything mind-blowing. I mean, isn't it stealth no matter what if you're deep enough in the water? Yeah, because there's no light. <laughs> so. <laughs> if there's no light getting down there, then they can't see you even if your suit's gold. Yeah. So. Just saying. Yeah. If you're at the like level of like the yeah. top of the water, your black suit's still gonna be visible. Yeah, well he's not always in the fucking Marianas trench or whatever. He's just I guess if you have the dark colored suit, then maybe you're more stealth closer to the surface where there is light. I yeah. don't know, whatever. I don't know. I'm like <laughs> looking forward to this movie, but I'm also not because yeah, same. of she who shall not be named. Yeah. Uh is supposedly still in it. Voldehort? Yeah, I think that was her name. I like how you just changed an M to H and somehow that worked. (laughs) All right, last in our TV and movie news. uh, Apparently there is a new Pokemon movie coming out landing on Netflix October 8th. The only reason I put this in here, obviously we don't really follow the Pokemon stuff. Uh, is because I thought it was fucking crazy that there were 23 of these movies. The fuck? As of this one. Okay, so I was just going to ask if this was related to the Ryan Reynolds one, but clearly it's not. No. Okay. <laughs> no, it's just an animated one. Okay, got based it. off the show. That's a lot of movies that I didn't know existed. So it's called Secrets of the Jungle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume there's like a, a jungle with a, some kind of a secret that they find. Weird. <laughs> Whatever makes you think that. Uh, Netflix has come to me to yeah. <laughs> write the description for the movie. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it yet. I mean, they should. Uh, that's as far as I've gotten with yeah. it. Yeah. Anyways, if you or your children like Pokemon, something to look forward to early October. Yeah. They're doing a lot of Pokemon stuff, right? They, they've they had other stuff that's come to the service, mm-hmm. and they've got the live action show that they're going to do at some point. That's a Netflix thing. Yeah. So. They're doubling down on it. (laughs) They're trying to catch them all. Yeah. That's valid they are. Yeah. All right, let's get into our trailer talk. We do have a couple trailers this week that are relatively big properties. The first off, we have Matrix 4. Yeah. Resurrections. Okay. Oh, we needed an R word in our (laughs) new movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I actually am pretty excited for this because I thought it looked really cool. And it also made me think I want to go back and watch the original ones again. Uh, because I'm... You mean pre- the original one. Okay, so that's that's what I, that's where I'm going at with it because I know I've seen the first one. I haven't seen two or three. So it makes me wonder if they're... Working. I envy you. <laughs> because this looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm willing to do a lot of things for you. (laughs) But you won't watch Matrix 2 and 3? I'll tell you what. I'll watch the third one up until the last 45 minutes. Okay. Which then is Colonel Sanders in a white room explaining the dictionary. Mm. Okay. (laughs) I have a lot to look forward to, I guess. 
I just, I wasn't expecting to be, to give a shit about this trailer. Because I was like, yeah, okay, another Matrix movie, fine. But then I watched it, and I was like, okay, this actually looks like it might be kind of fun. Okay. Um, I am in the diff- opposite end of this pool. Okay. Um, it's been peed in a lot. By you. Yeah. And <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. I didn't really care much about this movie to begin with. I, mm-hmm. I heard, you know, they were doing it. And I was like, oh, okay. Bit late, but here we are. And then we got this trailer. And I was like, okay, maybe I will be impressed. But to be honest, I know that I'm not like this huge Matrix fan. Mm-hmm. I watched the three movies. I liked the first one. I semi-liked the second. And I hated the third. Okay. This didn't do anything for me. It felt like literally a remake of the first movie but just oh they're coming back and it's a more tie into the idea of the matrix and them re-existing i don't it i mean given the 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 way that the movie ends it's a little confusing this trailer which i'm sure is supposed to be the mystery so i think that's probably why i was more intrigued by this because i have a zero memory about how any of those movies ended or how the first movie ended and i didn't see the second and third so it's probably easier for me to be like, oh, it's a new movie. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I mean, they maybe just want us to think that it's a remake and it's not a remake. Mm-hmm. But that seems to be how they've been doing movies these days. True. Especially when they're 20 years old or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is obviously a great actor. He's mm-hmm. been killing it lately. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he'll do a great job. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I really liked the, also, it probably also helped, I really liked the song that they chose for the trailer. I thought it was I, I guess my, I have to assume that they will, they need to do something more than the same smoke and mirrors they did of the other movies. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously the first movie did a lot for, you know, the slow motion shit and like the special effects and like putting in cool concepts in movies. But now we see that everywhere. Yeah. So they have to up their game if yeah. they want this one to do the same thing true. that it did whenever that fucking first movie released. That's true. That's my only thing. Okay. Will I be watching it? Of course. Yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be on HBO Max, mm-hmm. so I will at least watch it there. Yeah. If I feel like I liked it, maybe I'll go see it in theaters. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna rush to the theater for it. Yeah, I'm definitely okay with seeing it at home. <laughs> but I'm interested to watch it. I feel like this might be a movie for theater, but... It could be. I also don't want to be in theater for three hours with my ass hurting. Hating it. <laughs> listening to Colonel Sanders question yeah. everything that he's fucking known. Yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. I wish I understood that reference. You will. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about Hawkeye then? Well, uh... Since you hated that one, how about Hawkeye? What did you think of that one? I was pleasantly surprised, I will say. Okay. Uh, Did not expect this drop. Did not really have any idea what to expect for the plot of this. I'm not sure I do, but... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, It looks good. It looks fun. I think Haley Steinfeld and Jeremy Renner look like they're going to have some good chemistry. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a nice father-daughter maybe type uh yeah role at the very least like a 
Or like uncle. <laughs> uncle. <laughs> uncle niece situation. I don't know. <laughs> Crazy uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was actually surprised that we got this trailer. I was also surprised at the content of the trailer in multiple ways. Mm. Uh, there was musical stuff going on. I'm going to be honest, you know, not to knock this at all because I am interested in this show. Yeah. I was going back to the beginning of our episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would probably rather see Rogers the musical. Yeah. <laughs> that has my interest fully at yeah, this point. Absolutely. Um, I was pleasantly surprised with Haley Steinfeld's uh, Kate Bishop as well mm-hmm. because uh, we've been playing the, well, I, yeah, we've been it's playing. It's been a while, but. It's been a while, but we have played the uh, Marvel's Avengers game and the Kate Bishop in there is kind of. A bitch, if you will. <laughs> she's, yes, she's a smart ass. Yeah, she's very, like, I'm a badass. Yeah. yeah, she's very, like, into herself. Um, and, like, not very particularly likable. She's sarcastic, but not very likable. Mm. So, not like Spider Man sarcastic. Yes, just like kind of, you're really into yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or I guess I should say Tony Stark sarcastic. Right, not Tony Stark, but like trying to be Tony Stark, but not as funny. So, anyway, um, I didn't love that character in the game. And so that's my only experience with the Kate Bishop character. Mm-hmm. So seeing this more likable, not uppity person yeah. as her was actually nice. And I was yeah. like, okay, I can give this the time of day. I think it was interesting to see his kids show up, which it kind of feels like they're going to be like first episode and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. Just let us know if they're still around. Mm-hmm. They came back after the snap. They're not yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they exist. <laughs> yeah. But I do have to assume there was maybe a divorce involved in that. If they seem to be going elsewhere. Yeah. We did not see the mother at all yeah. in any of this trailer. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe all of what happened kind of put a tear in their marriage. Possibly. A tearage. <laughs> yeah. If you will. Yeah. There's been rumors that we're going to be seeing Kingpin. Okay. The very Kingpin from Daredevil. Daredevil. Okay. What's his name? Vince D'Onofrio. Okay. There we go. You're welcome. So we'll see if that happens. That's rumored. It looks like obviously we're going to go into like his history while he was playing Ronin. Mm-hmm. In, yes. And killing people yeah. left and right. Being a badass. During the uh, snap years. Yeah. So I guess it's going to tie into his actions and that and yeah, coming back to haunt him, mm-hmm. it seems like. Yeah. How did you feel? I liked it. I, like I said, I was pleasantly surprised. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting... I mean, for a character we we laugh about that yeah. like, no one takes seriously, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I feel like um, I'm just... More intrigued to learn about the uh, Kate Bishop character's origin, and like how she comes to be. Um, I mean, it, it seems like she already it is. feels like she's just a fan, right? Yeah, it feels like she's just like a fan girl. Yeah, so she just like pra- like does she just naturally practice being an archer, and she just happens to be good at it? Like that's what I want to know. Like I'm curious. Or she's her role model, and she's dedicated herself to yeah. be as good as him. Yeah. You know, they make the joke, uh, she's saying, 
how people say she's like the best archer yeah. in the world. And yeah. he's like, who says that? You? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I was, I enjoyed it. I'm definitely mm. intrigued for the musical stuff. I know that seems like it's I'm, just like a subsection that, of it. That's probably just a scene. I know. But They're at that and then they have to leave for whatever reason. I know, but I still, I'm excited to see what that is because I think it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea of having that in real life would be hella, hilarious. So I think it would be a great idea. Yeah. They could easily make millions if they did that. Yeah. Go like on a cross country tour. Doesn't even like, hopefully they don't just stay in Broadway because the rest of us want to see it too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, it has my interest. I, it was very, very not on my radar. Mm-hmm. And now it is. Uh, there's a scene where, uh, crew it looks like wearing jumpsuits are throwing molotovs in a window at them oh yeah and then he, and then he it throws, throws it, it back. back yeah uh, i believe they are supposed to be some russian mob okay from the comics do you think we'll see yelena from black widow oh maybe if i recall there was at least rumors she was going to be in this i wouldn't be surprised given the end credit scene it feels like something that's likely yes that's a good point at least a a small tie-in mm-hmm. to kind of connect everything. Yeah, going... she would show up at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've i loved everything so far, so... Yeah. Can't say that I uh, have doubts about this one. Yeah. I'm more interested than I was previously, because mm-hmm. I kind of was just like, yeah, yeah, okay, sure. And of course, it was very smart of them to give the Christmas theme, right? Because yeah. now they have a reason to put it out around Christmas time, mm-hmm. and... Which also says they had to have get it, got it out this year, right? Yeah. Or else it would have been half been pushed the next year. year. Yeah, it'd be weird to release that in January, February. Yeah, exactly. So they must have been confident they were going to have it ready. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for the trailers. Should we get into what we watched this week? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Here's how our rating system works for those who are unaware. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're DTF. DTF. All right. First up on the list is Only Murders in the Building. This is a Hulu original, I believe. I think that's right. Yes. Came out August 31st of this year. Follows three strangers who live in the same building and share an obsession with a true crime podcast. After a murder occurs in their building, they end up starting their own podcast to follow their investigation. I did not watch this. Yeah. You did. At least a chunk of it. Yes. Uh, This stars Steve Martin as Charles Hayden Savage, who is an actor who was famous in the 80s. Martin Short as Oliver Putnam, a struggling Broadway director, and Selena Gomez as Mabel Mora, a young woman who doesn't divulge her background. It, wait, hold on. What? Is that description about Steve Martin? No. Or his character? It's his character. Okay. It's his character. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, we know who Steve Martin yeah, is. He's specifically, uh, his character is known for a very specific show, like a crime show uh, in the 80s. Yeah. And then he's kind of like washed up since and gotten very small, if any, roles. Okay. But he's still like kind of known for that. So he's made the character like a meta yes. of himself. Yes. Okay. 
Um, Not to say that he's washed up. No, no. He's still a delight. He's but still amazing. He's very focused on his uh, bluegrass band. Yeah. <laughs> over anything else. Yeah. Um, well, I guess not now this. Right, yes. Um, and then Tina Fey even guest stars as a character named Cinda Canning, who's the host of the podcast that they're all obsessed with. I think she's involved with the show, too, right? The yeah, writing? I think, yeah, I think she might be a producer or something like that. She's one of those people on it. Um, so I watched four episodes. They dropped three episodes on the first day, on the 31st of August, and then now they're doing weekly. So I've only seen mm-hmm. four so far. Um, I will definitely keep watching. Um, I think it's it's a really good mixture of like, uh, if you're into true crime, you're going to like it, but it's also got that humor. So in, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short can do no wrong. So if you already like them mm-hmm. and you're concerned, if anyone's at all concerned about Selena Gomez in, in the mix, don't be because it's perfect because she plays like this. I don't know if she's supposed to be millennial or Gen Z, but like a very young generation character who's just like calling them on their old man bullshit mm-hmm. and they're like confused by her young person bullshit. And so it's kind of a little bit extra dynamic with them. Um, a little bit of it seems forced, but for the most part, they play off each other pretty well, and it's very entertaining. Um, and they see things from such a different point of view that they have really good um, brainstorming sessions on the, like, trying to solve a crime. Okay. Um, so there's a few other guest stars. Uh, Sting, isn't it, for one? He lives in their building. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Speaking of how people think... I- what (laughs) you said sting and my first instinct was or my first thought was the wrestler oh i was like well that's interesting (laughs) you're talking the musician the musician yeah yeah (laughs) i'm like does he have his face paint on (laughs) um so yeah they live in new york city in this like old fancy building where it's it's that's an idea that's fascinating to me that you can have this big building that a bunch of random people can live in the same building as Sting. Like, you ride the same elevator. He just mm-hmm. goes all the way to the top, you know? Like, that's a crazy thought to me. But I guess it, that's just how it is. Um, anyway. I'm, I'm sure he has his own elevator. Maybe in real life, He's yeah. Sting. But on the show, he doesn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's what entertaining. What if he the killer? I don't know. That's really going to sting. Okay. Um... So, yeah, there's a little bit more to uh, the character Mabel than meets the eye, if you will. She's not a Transformer that I know of. But um, <laughs> she she's pretty hush-hush about her. She doesn't give them any information mm-hmm. about herself. So, immediately, I'm suspicious of her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I haven't learned enough about so her. So, is this a whodunit or is it just you're following them trying to solve it? Um, I think it's a... Like, is there... Do they set people up as yes. they could be the killer? Yes, yes, they okay. do. But then they... So they set somebody up, and then they're like, oh, okay, it's not them. And then... Do they do that every episode, though? No, Because that's gonna... It's not like the killing. Okay. <laughs> Give they, you the hook, and then five minutes into the next episode, they go, oh, never mind. They do it in the fun way, because the one character, Martin Short, is like this Broadway director, and he has it in his head that he's, like, directing a play, and he's casting the main character who's mm-hmm. the killer <laughs> he's like his little like musical montages in his head are fucking uh-huh. hilarious so they show that yes okay yeah it's entertaining he's got like okay. all the random people in the building and like their little 
audition or whatever, like just in the lineup. And he's like, nope, back row. I don't believe you or whatever. Like you're not the one, not the one. So okay. um, it's random and funny. And uh, so far I'm enjoying it. I definitely have just gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, now, now there's something going on here. Like it's not, it doesn't, the circumstances change when you get to episode four. So. Okay. Probably when you get to episodes, the the end of episode three, which is, I know they planned it because they released them all at the same time. Mm, the of end course, of episode of three course. is a big fat, oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then four is like, you really get into it. And so it's starting to come right at you. Okay. I think there's going to be 10 episodes total. Um, I would absolutely recommend it and I'm going to dissect it. Okay. They're 30 minutes each, right? I think so. Yes. Of course, with commercials because we're poor. <laughs> Are we poor? <laughs> uh, according to Hulu, we are. So okay, can't afford the uh, the no ads, and by that I mean I refuse to pay more for no ads. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to check the show out. I just never got around to it, but um, it I looks have... interesting. I mean. I'm a fan of Steve Martin and Martin Short, so... Um, there's a lot of people that I see listed as producers, produ- uh, executive producers, writers, and all of that, editors, but Tina Fey is not one of them, so oh, I may have okay. been mistaken. For some reason, I thought she was involved in the show. Yeah, obviously, the the stars are all executive producers, um, yeah, as it seems well to be as the thing Dan these days. Fogelman, Jess Rosenthal, Jamie Babbitt. Yeah, so it seems like it's just a contract thing these days, you just go... I'll act well, I in this, but credit. I want to say that I'm a producer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they just don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else you want to say? No, that's all I've got for that one. Okay. Only good things to say about murders in the building. Yes. All right, moving on. We have Chaos Walking, which is a movie that came out, I want to say, earlier this year. Yes. That was my birthday. <laughs> okay it came out uh, march 5th of this year and it's in, at least in the u.s and now it's available on hulu as of fairly recently so we finally got to watch it um it's a dystopian action film based on the science fiction trilogy chaos walking by patrick ness and it takes place in a future world 2257 a.d to be exact uh on a new planet called new world pretty creative hmm. uh where all the women are gone and men's thoughts are broadcast for everyone to hear uh, it's directed by Doug Lyman, and the screenplay was by Patrick Ness, who wrote the books, as well as Christopher Ford. And it adapts the first book in the trilogy called The Knife of Never Letting Go. Okay, so crazy. this is a, okay, it's a trilogy. Yeah. That explains a lot. Yes, it does. For me, specifically. <laughs> yeah. Um, it stars Tom Holland as Todd Hewitt, a young man living on, living on New World. Daisy Ridley as Viola, a girl who lands on New World as part of a scouting mission. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen as Mayor Prentice, a man who can control his noise better than most and leads the settlement that they live in, that Todd lives in. And uh, Nick Jonas is Davy Prentice Jr., who plays uh, Mads Mikkelsen's son. Uh, there's a lot of other people in it, but I don't want to give away uh, how some things go down. So I'm not going list, to list everybody, but um, definitely I think it's worth a watch um you it's very young adult novel whatever kind of situation um essentially you get todd hewitt 
helping Viola to accomplish whatever, what she needs, like to contact her ship, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of other things going on at the same time, but they have this, uh, their thoughts, men's thoughts are broadcast around their head as noise. That's what they call it. And it's like this colorful and somehow they can project it into shapes. So they're like kind of like moving pictures as well. Yeah. Or you can shape it into an animal or whatever. certain people I think we able to do that, right? Yes. It felt like there was like this hierarchy of yes. uh, being capable of controlling it better. Yeah. Or just doing more varieties right. of Right. Most people, it was kind it. of like this colorful static swirling around their head. And then some people seem to be able to control it. And the crazy thing is, too, is it seemed like whenever they dreamed, whenever they were sleeping, it was kind of like a pic. You could see what they were dreaming, which is super invasive, and I mm. hate it. And then it was loud, too, so I don't know how anybody would sleep in the same room as each other. Yeah. Um, I feel like this was terrible writing. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah, the story was really uh, weird. I don't know. You know, seeing that it's intended as a trilogy, mm-hmm. at least in the books, it just makes me wonder if they tried really hard to leave a lot of mystery for the future but i feel like it did not do justice for the movie and the questions i had i don't know if i cared enough to get answers to by the end yeah is the sad thing yeah the whole idea of men's thoughts are broadcast and you know everybody hears it like that sounds interesting, but like the way that they did it, and I don't know how they could do it any better, but mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of dumb. Yeah. Actually, like visually, like seeing it, I thought was really weird. Yes. I don't know if that was for the viewer. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if she sees that or if it's just like we see that so that, that we can know. I think she sees that. I think everyone sees it. I guess that would make more sense because of like the whole picture thing where yes. like he had the cobra or whatever when yeah. he was like mad about There's something. situations in which other characters besides Viola see it. So mm-hmm. I think everyone sees it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I would have been more content if it was just like you heard it. Yeah. Not so much saw it. Yeah. I uh, would have been more intrigued in the story if something hadn't happened (laughs) i don't want to spoil it but there's a part and a place that exists that gives you information that you're like oh that's all i don't know i just i felt like i wanted it it to be more it's very underwhelming every time that they reveal something you're just like oh okay yeah kind of i kind of expected that okay sure you just validated my my suspicion yeah or it just wasn't interesting when they revealed it yeah i don't know it i kept thinking back and comparing it to um the maze runner <laughs> yeah Is it the maze runner yeah or are you talking or are you thinking of divergent no, I've never seen those movies. You keep saying I've seen them, but I, I haven't like seen, you've those. seen the first one. It doesn't matter. Maze Runner is a similar idea, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, spoilers. Well, I mean, in that it's a young adult trilogy. Okay. <laughs> the only connection. There's more than that, but it's. Fine. Um, I don't know. I just, I kept going back to that and just thinking, like, man, they really just didn't do that well with this movie. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. This was intended for theaters. They had a great cast. Mm-hmm. Every time I saw. Mads Mikkelsen on screen. Mm-hmm. All I could think of is like, why did he sign up for this movie? Yeah. Like he must have thought this was going to be way better than it is. Yeah. 
it just seems, and uh, this doesn't sound terrible, it just seems like it's beneath him. Yeah. I mean, all of them, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Like, they it's... all have been in these big blockbuster movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know when they filmed this, but I know. I think it must have been a while ago. I know it was obviously before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it's been delayed because of that. But, like, I I feel like at least Daisy Ridley had to have been in Star Wars before this. Mm-hmm. Which then I would mean, that means Tom Holland had to have been in Spider, at least the first Spider-Man, right? Yeah. It just, it's so weird because everything on paper, it's like, this should be a good movie. And then it just sucked. 2017. It really was not good. That's when they filmed it. Okay, so yeah, he was already Spider-Man. She was already... You can tell they're a lot whatever younger. Whatever the fuck her name is. Ray. Ray. <laughs> it's been a while since they had Star Wars out in yeah. theaters, so... Yeah, it definitely um, was a little underwhelming. Yeah. I didn't love it. Well, even their, like, chemistry felt like it was forced. It was weird, yeah. Uh, what really bothered me, too, the whole fucking movie, and this is probably a me thing... Yeah. His constant, like, thoughts of, like, oh, she's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I want to kiss her. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Like, yeah. it's like, we fucking get it. Yeah. You're trying to, to show us that, like, he's into this girl. Yeah. Because it's the first girl he's ever seen. Which, <laughs> huge fucking flaws in the, the plot of that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think the idea was to show how unpredictable the thoughts of, or uncontrollable the thoughts of young men are. I don't I know. I get that. But like it, every other scene, come on. At some point, it's it's old. We get yeah, it. Yeah. But she doesn't. Plus, I feel like his character in the beginning does not match who they try to make him come off as in the end. Yeah, that's true. I do not see the transformation. Mm-hmm. It just seems like they were like, oh, he's this dumb fuck. In the yeah. beginning. And then by the end, we're supposed to believe he's some badass here to help protect yeah. the people he cares about. And it's yeah. just like, there was no moment where I saw that transformation. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it could have been done a little bit more delicately. There there wasn't much of a transition at all. I agree with you. But the acting was good. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, it wasn't... Uh, I don't know if the characters weren't written to be a certain way. Maybe that's what it yeah. was. I care more about where she came from than I care about where she is in this movie. Yeah. I have a lot of outstanding questions about the, quote, new world. Um, So maybe they'll be answered in the other, if they're going to continue to make more, maybe not. Mm. But it does make me kind of curious about the book series. Not curious enough to go buy it, but I might see if it's available in the library situation. Yeah, I'm just not interested. (laughs) Like, even the whole idea of, like, the the mystery and the reveals of things that happen which puts them in this world that they're in mm-hmm. like it doesn't even make sense like there would have been other things that would have happened before that happened yeah yeah there's a lot of uh there's a lot of like forced narratives mm-hmm. just to like make it seem like they're in this really weird situation yeah so part of me wonders like many book or movie adaptations of books if there's a better explanation for some of these things in the book that they just gloss over yeah and that's probably that's that's what makes me curious about the books that's probably what it is yeah so i don't know i it's a test it from me it's a burn it for me Ooh. but that said 
if there were to be a sequel and you wanted to watch it, I would give it a try. <laughs> okay, thanks. But as it stands, this movie sucks. Okay. Yeah, I was disappointed in it for sure. I thought it was going to be better. The, the title doesn't even have any relevance, in my opinion, to the entire concept of the, of the movie. There may be a reason why it's called that, but I feel like it... Uh, there was a quote on the screen in the very beginning that you might have missed. Okay, well. Yeah. It was something including like talking about chaos walking. Okay. Yeah. Still doesn't feel like it okay. justifies the title <laughs> of the movie for okay. what's happened in this movie. Okay. Throw out a better title for you right now. Yeah. Chaos talking. Yeah. Maybe that's the second one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last movie in our reviews this week, Cruella. We watched the live action origin story prequel to Cruella DeVille, uh, the Disney movie. It is now on Disney Plus for free. Mm -hmm. uh, it was originally in theaters May 28th, 2021, and it was also available to purchase on Disney Plus at the time. Yeah. But now you don't have to pay any extra, so we were interested. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. It's a reboot and origin story, I guess, for Cruella DeVille of 101 Dalmatians fame. It introduces a character named Estella Miller as a young genius and aspiring fashion designer who grows up as a grifter with Jasper and Horace. She lives with her friends and then um, she ends up as Cruella, which is not really a spoiler because it's super obvious from the very beginning. <laughs> I was say they got to change that title because yeah. that just spoiled everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Emma Stone plays Estella and Cruella DeVille. Emma Thompson is Baroness Von Hellman, who is uh, like the matriarch of a fashion house, like a fancy aristocrat lady. And and she's a fashion designer. Yeah, it's just, she's a page. What did I say? She's a matriarch of the fashion house. So yeah, oh. she's a fashion designer. I said it wrong. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Joel Fry plays Jasper. And Paul Walter Hauser plays Horace. Mark Strong is also in this as John, who is the Baroness's valet. So yeah, this is, it's uh, interesting because you get like little child Estella growing up and the struggles that she mm -hmm. has and things that happen to her that cause her to end up where she does. This is another example of a Disney movie that was over two hours. I think it was two hours, 15-ish. Yeah. That didn't need to be this long. Yes. Uh, I feel like they... Spent way too much time as her as a child mm -hmm. uh, to get to the point of her getting her motives for what she does and why yeah. she does it. It's yeah. like we could have shortened that a lot quicker than we Yeah. We they got. spent a lot of time trying to prove to us that she was a childhood genius. And a victim of her like, environment. Yes. Like it, yeah. It felt like they wanted to like make sure we understood she was a good person in the yes. beginning. Yes, yeah. Uh, I guess, to justify why they're making this movie. Yes. To answer all of us who were like, wait, why are we doing this? And that, I mean, I mean, that, I, at yeah. least for me, I don't yeah. know, I, it felt like this is a very weird character to give a movie to. Yeah. Uh, given the context of the animated and the live action and mm -hmm. all this stuff. Why would... Yeah. Why would we want to see this character? They definitely... Change some things about her story. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. I, and it, it kind of... Here's the thing. It was too long. Yeah. 
But I actually did have a good time with this one. Yeah. I did not think I would enjoy this as much as I did. Mm-hmm. I got into it once they got the ball rolling with her as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, parts they could have shortened it as well in that yes. aspect. But yeah. I thought it was very creative and, and clever what they did with this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really kept you on your toes to try and be like, I don't understand how she's possibly yeah. being perceived as this not evil yeah. being yeah. that we know her as. Yeah. Um, but they do give you the explanation. They mm-hmm. give you some kind of justification mm-hmm. by the end why it all makes sense. Yes. And I thought it was very clever how they did that. Yes, definitely. I was uh, satisfied with the reorganization of the story, if you will. <laughs> so professional sounding. <laughs> I just don't want to give anything away. Yeah. And technically, all the components are there. Yeah. <laughs> and they set up, right? They they set up the, the potential for more yes. of a, a continuation they of this character. They definitely do, yeah. Uh, which you have to assume would tie in more directly to the events of what we already know. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they changed the dates of her existence. Yes. Uh, from what the old ones were. The original like cartoon movie was in like late 1958 or something. Mm-hmm. And so this was this the 60s. Like, was it 60s, 70s it felt it like? It started in the, well, whenever she was a child. But once she was an adult, I want to say it was the 70s. Okay. So. Yeah. The one thing I think that does, I think didn't work well for me was... Um, her two friends become... Horace and Jasper. Yeah, it felt like I didn't really see them as being the characters we know them as in the future. Yeah. Because the way that it plays out, I'm like, why would they put up with her? Yeah. If this is really how their relationship was before what we know. Mm -hmm. It just seems like not realistic that they would have stuck around and just become her lackeys if you will well i think there's probably going to be some differences in how they portray them going forward because of the resolution (laughs) to say that as vaguely as possible but yeah i can see that they obviously are their relationship is quite different than what we've seen Mm -hmm. previously but i think a lot of the relationships in this are quite different and the 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 overall demeanor of characters is wildly different yeah. Um, so, and you stumbled across some like fan theories about how they could go about the future of this, and mm-hmm. I thought that those were very interesting. And Definitely, I kind of want to see that. Yeah, but yeah, this is a good example, I think, of taking a character from a already known property mm-hmm. and expanding on it and giving us something different, kind of like a, a in depth on a character. Yes, my only concern is they're going to take every villain. Mm-hmm. And that we now know, make them good. And now make them just misunderstood <laughs> right. or something, you know? Yeah. Not just they were the villain. Right. Which I guess we've already seen that with Maleficent. That's true. So, I guess this isn't new necessarily. Uh, uh, also, a shout out, in case anybody watches what we do in the shadows, um, Nando, or the actor who plays Nando, is in this as one of the characters. His name is Kayvon Novak. He plays Roger, a lawyer. So he's he's a reason. Okay. He's enough that you know who he is in the in the oh, show. Oh right, in right, the movie. right, right, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's yeah. 
Yeah, he's Unless not a he, big Simpson. He's not a role, big character, but, but he's and he's there enough for you to be like, wait, know I know who, who that is. is. Yeah, you'll know who he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I would say for me, this really surprised me, and I think I would say it's a slice it for me. I had a fun time. I look forward to a sequel. I think there's stuff they could have fixed as far as the length goes. Mm-hmm. I'm also gonna slice it. I think. Um... It definitely impressed me because whenever I heard this movie was happening and then more and more, I was like, I don't understand why this is even happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was easily a movie where I was like, I'll watch it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go see this in theater. And even then, we didn't really rush into it. And then eventually, I was like, well, we should probably watch it. Yeah, that. I think it's been out for about a week or two before yeah. we've watched it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was definitely enjoyable and mm. I was pleasantly surprised. In fact, I feel like we were going to watch it earlier than we did. We saw the two fifteen. We were like, never mind. <laughs> Timestamp, and we were like, uh, maybe another. Time. Maybe another that, day. That, that's too long for yeah, right now. Yeah, and even when we watched it, we were like, oh well, worst case, we'll start it and we'll finish it another day. <laughs> yeah. And then we ended up finishing it because we actually enjoyed it. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for our reviews for movies and TV. Yeah, that is it. Um, definitely check out our uh, Twitter at DTF Pod. Follow us on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, or send us an email directly to DTFPod at gmail.com. And if you have a few seconds out of your day, please go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever your podcast service is and leave us a rating or review so we can know how we're doing. It's important. We would appreciate it so much. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, stick around for our gaming news coming up next. Well, I don't know if anybody else noticed, but I feel like it's uh, it looks like it's starting to be gaming season again, because I know everybody's been playing games this whole time, but talking about new releases and things like that, it doesn't seem like there's been a whole lot of stuff coming out, um, and I feel like it must be because we're coming up on holiday season, but there's definitely an increase in numbers on the release calendars in the near future. So, for everybody who's been waiting for that it's getting ready to happen yeah i would say nintendo has probably been the only first party who's really been putting stuff out yeah not to say it's the greatest games ever but but xbox and playstation have definitely kind of depended on upgrades for current games yeah seems like there's a lot of uh, like remasters or uh next gen upgrades that have been Mm -hmm. happening and not so many actual new games yeah. Which the same can be said for, there's been a lot of new, what, I'm going to use air quotes here, new Switch games that are just like games that haven't been available on Switch yet, and they've finally been m- making them available. So the catalog on Switch is getting much larger. Mm-hmm. But uh, I but think... But they, they do have a lot of shovelware, though, which I think is the, one of the bigger problems with Nintendo is... What's shovelware? Like... Trash? Smaller games that are just kind of... Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. They do have a lot of little, like, one, like... Like, almost... phone games that aren't on the phone. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's, like, kind of like a mobile game, but yeah. for some reason it's on a console. Yeah. Okay. Which we have to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we will. But PlayStation has come out with a couple games. Yeah. Yeah. Ratchet and Clank came out, but it... It was a really short game. Mm. As good as it was, I feel like it doesn't have enough replay value. Mm-hmm. It's a hit it and quit it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some of our new releases that we do have coming out. Yes. Um, 
not really anything for Xbox this week, but uh, because PlayStation didn't release their PlayStation Plus stuff last week, or two in, weeks ago, yeah, in whatever time for it our was, episode, yeah. we now have that, this episode. So uh, PlayStation Plus is going to bring people Hitman 2 for PS4. Mm-hmm. Of course, it'll work on your PS5 if you have one. Yeah. Predator Hunting Grounds, also PS4, mm-hmm. will work on your PS5. Yeah. That's a game I think would be enjoyable since it's free. Yeah. But... Didn't you pay for it originally? I paid for it, yeah. and it was very disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's been a while, so for yeah. all I know, they've updated and, and improved the game. Is that the one that has the Predator? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The whole game is literally based around microtransactions. That's the problem oh, with the game. Yeah. It's you can grind to get the stuff mm-hmm. through loot boxes, but it's designed to take so fucking long that you're like, fuck that it. You're gonna just pay. Just take my money. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's and it's for like the most obscure things, like a color of the claw hmm. on your wrist. Like it's just like it's not like. A whole skin for the character. It's like parts yeah. to the So you have to do a, an endless amount of grinding if you yeah. actually did it without putting money in. Yeah. Bummer. Okay. And then last they have Overcooked All You Can Eat. Uh, <laughs> this is apparently PS5 only. So I guess what it is is a remaster of the first and second game with the DLC content. Nice. Okay. I've so, never even touched that game. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it's... um. Like a little like mini game kind of thing where you, you have to, like, prepare cook food. food and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I've seen it. It's kind like, of like top down. There's like a yeah. kitchen situation. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. I've just never played it. I think it's like competitive and I don't know. It People seem to enjoy the game. It's it reminded me. Yeah, I'll play it. I'll try it out. Yeah, of course. I'll try and talk now about it. Now that it's free. Uh, I, yeah, it, it, it's been on Game Pass, but this is like obviously anything they've ever made in that franchise. Right. It reminds me of those games like back in the, I don't know early 2000s it was like shockwave games on like the websites where you'd like go like one of them was called like taco joe or something and you had to like prepare tacos with the right number of ingredients and get them to the customers before they'd be pissed off so i just it reminds me of that gotcha because it seems like it has similar ideas okay um so yeah that's it for playstation plus i would say i was excited for predator hunting ground if i didn't have it but (laughs) I'll probably try Hitman too, but those really aren't my game. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not really into that style. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, for Switch, Cruisin' Blast is coming out 9-14. Apparently they've added dinosaurs and sharks to the list of vehicles. Yeah, there was like a unicorn and, and We saw the trailer. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it seems like it's the same franchise of cruising games that were back in the day. Cruising USA, Cruising World. Mm, okay. They're on arcade, Nintendo 64. Cool. I don't know if they were on PlayStation. I don't remember. But yeah, a new edition. So I will probably be checking that one out on Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I saw your eyes light up when you saw the shark and the dinosaurs. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like a, there's like a UFO in there, I think. Yeah. Uh, all right, multi-platform. Uh, some games that are already out as of this last week. Uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate uh, or came out on the seventh. That's for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Uh, Life is Strange: True Colors 
This came out on the 10th, and it is for literally everything. Yep. <laughs> so if you have something that plays video games, it's on there. Uh, Tales of Arise, this is a Japanese RPG. Uh, it came out on the 10th, and of course it's also for everything. I have my interest in that one as well. Oh, yeah. But uh, not one I'm going to be rushing out and buying. Yeah. Got plenty of stuff right now. Uh, coming up, we have on the 14th, Deathloop for PS5 and PC. This is that interesting setup where technically Microsoft owns this game because they bought the studio who's making the game, but the game was in production for a PS5 exclusive. Already. Timed exclusive. Yeah. At the time. So... It's coming out on PlayStation 5. Yeah, so it's awkward. But <laughs> but not Xbox. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, I think I think it's like a year or so it'll be on Xbox. Okay. But, like, it, it works out for Microsoft, right? Because they get the double dip. They, yeah. They get all the profits off of the PS5 launch, mm-hmm. and then when they do it on Xbox. Yeah, that's true. They're not losing any money. Exactly. Hearing good things about this one. Yeah. So, I don't know. I didn't really think it was all that exciting. Yeah. But it's getting really good reviews. It's getting tens on a lot of sites. So yeah, that says a lot. All right, Skatebird. Uh, we played this uh, demo <laughs> yeah. a while back. It was like it was during, during summer like, of gaming summer or whatever. Gaming, yeah. yeah. So coming out on the sixteenth is Skatebird for Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Linux. Yeah. Well, that's a, I know. That's I one only, I've never heard. I listed that there because I was like, what? Okay. I think that's what people do to, like, have game emulators on their Raspberry Pis and things like that. I think that okay. might be it. Um, I mean, I know that's, like, a alternate. Yeah, it's, like, an alternate OS. Yeah. But I didn't know you could play games on it. <laughs> yeah, apparently you can. Yeah. All right, we have some bad news for people who are looking forward to a couple games coming out. Uh, Dying Light 2 has been delayed to February 4th of next year. Guess you can I feel like it's dying. Or you could say that people are dying for this to come out. Yeah, that's probably better. <laughs> I, f- I mean, we've been seeing that game forever. I know. I feel I'm like, like it's been a couple of years we've out. been seeing this shit at E3. <laughs> no idea. And, like, it just, I thought it came out a while back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, Battlefield 2042 has been delayed to November 19th. So roughly a month later than it was supposed to come out in October. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is interesting, because it was going to come out before Call of Duty yeah. Vanguard, mm-hmm. which I think was coming out early November. Now it's going to be coming out after. Interesting. Do you think that that's going to be some kind of concern that they will not sell as much as they could have because it's now coming out after the competitor? No. They're, they're kind of different types of games. Yeah, I feel like there's different Battlefield audiences. is a little bit more open world- all-out warfare. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty is more boots-on-the-ground mm-hmm. warfare. But I'm interested to see how well both of these games do. Yeah. We have the uh, Call of Duty Vanguard beta this weekend and next weekend. PlayStation this weekend. Xbox next weekend. Oh, yeah. So for anybody who's looking forward to that, it's open so you can play those. All right. Well, our big event this week was the PlayStation September Showcase. 
Yes. We indeed. saw a lot of stuff here. I'd say only a handful of it was really worth revealing, but there mm-hmm. was a lot of stuff. Some of the smaller things we had were a game called Project Eve. It looked like just a typical hack and slash. Um, mm-hmm. Really similar to Devil May Cry or Bayonetta, it felt like. Yes. Uh, obviously, you have the sexy woman in the skin Okay, so I outfit. literally, one we were watching it, I was like, is this Bayonetta? Like, <laughs> but then I just waited no, see, and that it was not. That would have been uh, Switch because that oh, was right. a, an announced Switch exclusive for Bayonetta 3. And then it's just never come up since. Yeah. We're like, what, four years into Switch? And there's mm-hmm. no word on that game. Along with uh, Metroid oh. Prime, was it? Yeah, Metroid Prime. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, Metroid Prime 4, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it, it, it looked like a new, interesting game if you're into that slasher, arcade build up your momentum type game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple other games that they showed off, which we've seen before. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. They showed a little bit of gameplay, mm-hmm. a little bit more of what to expect. That's coming out March 25th, 2022. I don't know if that's new or if we already had the release date. I don't remember. Um, honestly, it looks kind of like Borderlands to me. Like, I don't know. It it didn't feel like a different game. It just felt like Borderlands with a different skin of magic. Although you still have guns, which they even poked fun of in their own trailer yeah i got a little bit of different vibe from that than you did i feel like i could tell there was rpg aspects to it Um, but i mean borderlands already has rpg aspects so they have to really show what makes this significantly different Mm. in that construct compared to what they already do i guess you're right i got a different vibe from it but it definitely has a lot of a lot in common with Borderlands. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, we enjoy the Borderlands games. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. going to be solid. It's going to be fun. There was like some like weird shark people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, enemies that yeah. had my interest. Of course. They probably ate the crab people and yeah. took over their territory. Probably. But I don't know. It just looks like more of the same. It just seems like it's more of a spinoff of Borderlands than a reuse of the property. Mm, gotcha. Okay. Well, I guess we'll have to see. Okay. I guess we will. Uh, also, they had Rainbow Six Extraction, January 2022 is the release date. I think this looks terrible. I think the creatures look really fucking stupid. I have zero interest in this game, and I was I was really excited back when they first announced it. Yeah, that's a bummer. It just feels like the world is like really realistic, and then the creatures look very cartoony to me. It just it doesn't seem like it meshes well. Yeah. It just they seem very generic and stale, as far as what you're going up against yeah uh and of course no surprise gta 5 had a new trailer (laughs) promising us all these great fucking things that were going to be added to the game while not showing any of it makes sense how is gta 5 still going yeah uh the funny thing is if you look online Mm mm-hmm most people are done with it. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of like little memes. <laughs> like we've been on this page for a while. Of, yeah. Like who fucking cares about GTA 5 yeah. at this point? Yeah. I'm not even saying give me GTA 6. I'm just saying I don't care about We're done. GTA 5. Yeah, exactly. Um, And it seems like people are kind of getting that momentum of mm-hmm. not caring now. Yeah. They've shown this so many fucking times and now it's being delayed to March. 
I want to say it's like March 26th or something. Oh, okay. They they delayed it. They announced it, but they didn't really say it was a delay. Yeah. Uh, even though it was already planned for earlier. So yeah, I don't know. That that just seems like a huge waste of <laughs> money if you... Yeah, it doesn't to, seem to like... To bu- buy the game a third fucking time. No, absolutely not. In a world where like Xbox is giving out free upgrades. Yeah. PlayStation's not, but they are at least trying to give you something within their repurchase. Yeah. Other than something extra, just an upgrade, like extra DLC or something. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. And of course, they had Deathloop, which we've talked a little bit. Uh, people are seemingly enjoying this game, and it's coming out soon. So there's something for PS5 for people. Uh, but they didn't really show anything more than they've already shown before. That's why it was kind of stale for me. Yeah. Uh, but let's get into the big hitters that they had this time well arguably i don't this is questionable to me uncharted lost legacy remastered for uh, ps5 and pc so it's going to be uncharted 4 and lost legacy okay bundled together okay pretty much i think the idea is they wanted it for pc but they're like we might as well put it on ps5 as well got it okay i don't know what the price is but couldn't see paying full price for these two games that have been out forever. And yeah. And Lost Legacy was already like not a full price. It was like a, it was... I think they charged forty at at launch when full price. And started. it was like I want to say it was like a fifteen hour game. That sounds fair. It was not a full size Uncharted game, definitely. No, it was a yeah. lot lot smaller. Yeah. Uh, it was basically the. The stepping stones between three and four, if I'm correct. Mm. Where they kind of introduced the semi-open world. Mm-hmm. Which then kind of brought it into Uncharted 4 having the bigger open world aspect. Mm. Yeah, I played Lost Legacy and I really liked it. But I never played the other ones yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we have both of them. So it's yeah. like, there's no incentive for us to rebuy this these games, right? Mm-hmm. It, the graphics can't look that much better. That's worth rebuying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, of course, they showed some Guardians of the Galaxy, which is still firm on its October 26th release date this year. I it very hard to believe. I, right? <laughs> We've been so misled with release dates that yeah. always getting delayed with like movies and, and games the yeah. last like two years. Yeah, I'll be questioning it up until the mm-hmm. day that it comes out. So they showed new <laughs> gameplay, some new enemies, uh... Looks like there's some flying mechanics mm-hmm. in some of the levels where you actually take control of the Milano. I mean, it seemed like it was more of the same. Yeah. I, they gave us a completely different antagonist, it felt like, than what we expected after the first trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. How are you feeling about this game? Is this a October 26th purchase or is this a wait till it's on sale for you? I feel like it's... I wouldn't mind having a day one, but I also know I mm-hmm. probably won't be able to get to playing it very quickly, so I don't. also I'm, don't mind waiting. I'm pretty sure it's single player. I don't think there's any kind of co-op, so it's okay. not like we would be able to play... Together. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of surprising when it's literally a galaxy. game about a team. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll come out with a multiplayer mode later? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's possible, maybe. Um... Yeah, I, I think I kind of feel the same way. It's like, I, I want to play it, but I don't think I need to buy it day one. Yeah. 
The only reason I'd say we would need to buy it day one is if there's some kind of special pre-order bonus that we want. Ah, even that kind of stuff I kind of got over. Okay. I mean, if I know I'm going to buy it, yeah, sure, I'll fucking do it because I'll get it. But I kind of stopped doing that stuff because... Usually there's like a lot of the pre-order bonuses are just like um, cosmetics now. But if Mm -hmm. it's any actual extra stuff, then it's more interesting. Yeah. Well, now if it's like a physical item, it's you have to buy a collector's edition Mm -hmm. for hundreds of dollars. Yeah. That's how they do it now. What about this Forspoken game that they uh, announced for spring 2022? Has a female lead. Felt very similar to that tech demo that epic had for the ps5 yeah i mean i was definitely interested in this game because it looks like that (laughs) it's like medieval but she's got like magic powers yeah elemental powers it felt like yeah there's Some a moment where she crazy had a cat bullshit. with her at one point, which I was like, eh, this game looks oh, pretty that's, good. That's okay. So the they modeled her after an actress that I recognize, and I was like, I couldn't. It was bothering me trying to figure out who it was. Oh, okay. She was in Charlie's Angels. Oh, the one that joined the team. No. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't. Know. She's the one who was on the team. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I had one or the other. Yeah, she was also in Vampire Diaries. That's why I originally I know her problem. I know so. you don't. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like I definitely was getting the whole, what was it, like Project Athia is what they called it. It probably is that, right? Like it's, it seems like it was very similar to that. That's what they called the tech demo game. I don't think the tech demo is actually a game. Okay. Although they did announce that they are putting that character from the tech demo into Fortnite. Not that I'm excited for that, but... Uh, they are doing that apparently, which makes sense. It's epic, so yeah. Uh, well, either way, I'm interested. Uh, it's a little confusing because I feel like there's like modern with not modern at the same time, but mm-hmm. the, the graphics looks cool, and uh, it seems like definitely the, the kind of game that I would be interested in. <laughs> Action RPG, yeah, whatever, yeah, kind of my thing. Yeah, I have my interest. Yeah. Uh, and of course, they had an update on Gran Turismo Seven coming out March twenty twenty two. It's cars, so if you're into that, yeah, they look gorgeous because <laughs> it's next gen. But to be honest, racing games always look gorgeous, and mm-hmm. they're always used to show off the tech of the new consoles. So right. nothing to be shocked about there. Yeah. Uh, all right, the big heavy hitters, though, of this event were, one was the first thing they announced, which I just held on uh, till now. Knights of the Old Republic remake has been announced as a PS5 exclusive. Uh, it's reported that this is a timed exclusive, though. Okay. We just don't know how long. Yeah. Six it's months, like, It's like year. five years. <laughs> Yeah, it's... That'd be a really fucked up way to say it's a timed exclusive. <laughs> that would be funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> how how long do you think it'll be? I'm betting, like, um, probably a year. I think a year. Yeah, that seems like a reasonable... If Sony got their way. Yeah. Otherwise, it's six months because the developer wouldn't want to lose... That market that, share. That market share over such a long period of time. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you care about this game? We um, haven't played the original... We do have it on Xbox. It, like 360? 
Well, it's on Xbox One. Well, yeah, but it's which a then I guess means game. it's also on our Series X. Fair enough. <laughs> but yes, it's the quality that came out back on 360. Or no, it was Xbox the original Xbox at the time? Oh wow. Okay. Um, well, it game. seems like I'm mildly interested, but I don't know anything. I don't know very much about it. But it seemed kind of cool. It's an RPG based off Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, the story is supposedly really good. Yeah. Uh, I think I had trouble getting through the controls. Mm-hmm. Um, but I retrospect, I feel like the controls are similar to Mass Effect, if I'm correct. Oh. So you okay. may be more comfortable with how to navigate the menus and stuff than i, I was i couldn't even tell you how i like I, honestly if i tried to play mass effect right now i probably wouldn't be able to do it it'd take me a long time to relearn it oh, okay <laughs> so because it's been so long gotcha <laughs> give me longer than like two months away from a game i don't mm. know how to play it anymore so yeah. <laughs> that's just how i am <laughs> so yeah that was like a big a, a huge announcement mm-hmm. they didn't really show anything it was a teaser it was just the main antagonist character, forgive me, I don't know the name of the guy. I want to say it's Darth Plagueis, and I probably made that up. <laughs> but um, they just showed that character show up with a lightsaber, and that mm-hmm. was that. It gave a, a drop that it's a PS5 exclusive and no release date. They also announced Alan Wake is coming to PS5 as a remastered version October mm-hmm. 5th, very soon. Which I thought was kind of a big deal since that was a Xbox exclusive for the longest time. So now, for the first time, PlayStation will get to play Alan Wake. Oh, okay. That's cool. Marvel Spider-Man 2 was obviously announced. Mm-hmm. We knew this was coming. There was a yeah. teaser by the end of that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting a 2023 release date. Uh, it seems from the trailer that we're getting both Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and Miles Morales in this game. Mm-hmm. Whether they are some kind of co-op, I don't know. Or maybe you can... Like, switch between the two characters yeah. live while playing. That'd be really cool. Uh, there was really no context on showing them both other than just the excitement. Yeah. Uh, but we get the reveal that Venom seems to be the antagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, with narration from another character, which is speculated to be Craven. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's Craven because the enemy that they show them fight. In the trailer, I believe had some kind of leopard type print mm. uh, pants, which you know, safari, whatever esque, yes, style. And this is, of course, a PS5 exclusive, which was surprising to hear that this is not going to be on PS4. Oh, they are moving forward. They're officially saying, with "Fuck Spider-Man you guys." <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I got my PS5. Yeah. Uh, but that's not all Marvel really came in strong with this showcase um, and also announced a Marvel Wolverine PS5 exclusive for no particular date yet Mm -hmm. so this is a game this is another game a whole game this is like they're dedicating another whole ass character this is like Marvel Spider-Man but it's going to be Wolverine specifically Except it should uh, just be called Sony's Wolverine, apparently. Well, see, that's what's so crazy is, okay, so it's going to be 
the same developer, Insomniac, Insomniac is is involved in this game. Okay. So Marvel really liked what they did, obviously, with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They well, were, they don't sleep, so they, probably, they must do really good work. They were confident in their ability with another game. Yeah. We're being told this to be a more mature tone than Spider-Man because it's Wolverine. Right. Kind of Um, And it will be an exclusive to the PS5. Okay. We don't have a release date. We have no clue when this will come out. It could be five years from now for all we fucking know. But you brought up an interesting point. It gets, it's very interesting that Marvel has made another deal yet again for an exclusive character mm-hmm. on PlayStation. Yeah. Are they just not interested in Microsoft in Xbox yeah, at all? I'm confused. Do they have plans for uh, exclusives on Xbox at any point with other characters, it just seems like you are cutting your market potential in half. Yeah. Do you think that it's possible that it makes no sense? It's a very little, it's this very small bargaining chip, but the thought just crossed my mind. If something like this was potentially tied into their most, their like recent negotiations to make sure Spider Man was an X number of Marvel movies. I suspect that has to do with it, but like it, we wouldn't know. Yeah, right? I know. They're not going to tell us, but I just kind of wondered if that had any, could have it, anything to do with it. Because the way it seemed to have played out was they got Spider-Man in the MCU for however many movies, mm-hmm. and then that contract ended and shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Sonny was like, fuck you. Yeah. We're going to do our own thing. Yeah. Um, and then next thing we know, they renegotiated and they got him back in there. There's a Spider-Man game coming out, mm-hmm. and the Miles Morales game. Yeah, and it just feels like maybe there was some kind of scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Yes, let us use Spider-Man more in the MCU. We'll let you have some exclusive games to benefit your other division, other division yeah. of the company. Yeah, on top of your already profitable spider-man movies right right yeah because of us yeah <laughs> yeah because of us they probably would that say. was in the contract yeah, they said because of us because yeah. of us <laughs> i really do believe that that's possible that that is what happened it yeah. would make a lot of sense yeah and as far as wolverine they just maybe were like you know what worked really well let's just keep yeah. going yeah uh it just seems so crazy to me they're like, what other characters do we have that aren't already in the MCU that we could do this with? <laughs> it's right up there at the top of the X-Men, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a character you're going to want to see. Yeah. I My question, see. though, is do you think these games alone are enough to sell a PS5 to somebody who is a loyal Xbox gamer? No. Like, if you're going to buy a PS5, you, you were probably already going to, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, totally. So... It just seems like an, it just seems like a weird tactic. Like yeah. you have to assume that Sony, assuming money was involved mm-hmm. to get these games over on exclusive, Sony would have had to have paid more than the potential profits that Marvel would have made through putting it on Xbox as well. True. That's how I would see that. Yeah, that makes sense. But like you said, if there's a contractual situation going on, then maybe money isn't even involved. Yeah, it's maybe a, it was just like a bargaining chip. Yeah. Yeah. Tit for tat, if you will. But you have to assume the development costs would be on Insomniac, which then means it's on Sony. So 
they're probably paying to make the game right. specifically themselves. They just get the ability to do so. Yes. Yeah. Exclusively. Yeah. Yeah. And granted, we don't know when these games are coming out. Besides no. Spider-Man, supposedly 2023. Mm-hmm. So, really, no one needs to rush out and get a PS5 for yeah. a few years. By the time they make it. <laughs> we're getting we're getting news reports that it could be up through 2023. Yeah. That PS5s and Xboxes are... Nearly impossible to get. going to be hard to find still. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. But that's the world we're in right now. I guess the launch of these consoles was like beta until 2023 (laughs) yeah uh and they finished off this whole showcase with of course god of war ragnarok uh they showed some gameplay so there wasn't just hey remember we have this game yeah and they showed a lot of characters they showed a lot of stuff yes um no release date though yeah i wonder if they just aren't putting a release date so they can adjust it as they see fit for any kind of either delays or just movements for like pandemic related. Yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely doesn't seem like it's around the corner. So they're probably just like, we're not even going to bother saying mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. Which is smart. I respect that. It looks like, um, it looks like our trace is like somewhat older, not like a whole lot older, maybe yeah. like within five years. Yeah. Like he's a teen ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so sometime seems to have passed. What was interesting, though, was they actually talked to the lead game director of the game. Mm-hmm. And he referenced that they were going to show Ragnarok in this game. It's not just in the title. Okay. And they will conclude this Norris story oh. in this game. Okay. Which I thought was interesting because... Does that mean you are done with God of War after this game? Or does that mean you will have another redesign for God of War in a new Yeah, where it uses a different outlet. mythology. Yes. <laughs> Is he going to fight Jesus? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's enough really cool creatures in uh, in Christian mythology, unfortunately. But Yeah, he's going to have to like fight Adam and Eve. Yeah, but think about it. If maybe a snake. Maybe the option would be Greek or Roman mythology. That would be pretty cool, right? To well, have a god of war. I mean, the game was based off Greek from the well, start. Then, so how? When did the Norse mythology? Isn't I thought it was Norse. Now it is. Oh, okay. So they already did. The original Greek. games came out back on like PS2. Okay. And they were Greek mythology. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just I'll just go. That's why I was like unsure of how i was going to enjoy this game when it first was announced for the uh first one Mm -hmm. because i love greek mythology Mm -hmm. and they had greek mythology all the way up through god of war Mm three and then a bunch of side games that were on like psp Uh and stuff like that okay um and then they basically just did a reboot putting him in norse mythology I but see. it continues the story. It's not like okay. it's a, a complete remake. It's it's continuing the story, but it's like you don't have to know the those games to really okay. get so what's like happening here. So it's like a standalone here. continuation or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, but how did he make the jump from Greek and Roman Greek mythology to Norse mythology? The game explains that. Oh, okay, whatever. Um, 
So there must be, they could probably, that must mean though, they're going to find a way to make him make the jump to another type of mythology. Yeah. I mean, they have to, right? Yeah. I I can't think, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of other ones, but those are the two like big ones that I think Mm -hmm. of. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Yeah. I mean, I hope they continue it, but I also want to know that they're not rushing this one Mm -hmm. just to finish it up. Mm-hmm. I think they gave like a reason was like uh, the time it t- takes to make the game is too long. So mm-hmm. they don't want to like take another four to five years for mm-hmm. the next game. Yeah. So it's not like they always want to make shorter. Yeah. Uh, experiences. Right. Okay. I mean, I would say that's definitely a PS5 seller. Yeah. If you. That would if, make sense. If you're on the fence about a PS5, I feel like God of War Ragnarok is definitely one. It's something that would get uh, somebody there. And of course, they showed uh, Thor. So he yeah. was teased in the first game. Now he's in this game. Mm-hmm. We see him. Yeah. He looks very traditional to Norse mythology's description of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ironically, it's <laughs> similar to Fat Thor in the Marvel movies. Yes. Uh, surprisingly, people are upset by this character's design. Yeah. Um, people are like, they think he shouldn't look fat in. I don't know. I'm surprised that people care. Because they probably wanted to be this, like, badass, muscular, like, god. And he doesn't, he, you see. Yeah, but he's like a villain. You're not like, yeah. you're not going to play as him. Like, yeah. So why would you want him to be cooler? Because than Thor, you? the character, is supposed to be cool. I don't know. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're spoilers, you're probably going to kill him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every god has died. Yeah. <laughs> at the hands of Kratos. Okay. In these games. Got it. Um, yeah, I don't know. People just everybody people like to see visually appealing things. And for some reason people decided it's not visually appealing. Yeah, when, so fucking muscular dad bod isn't isn't appealing? I mean, that Thor didn't have a muscular dad bod. Oh. <laughs> well they're they're saying that his design is is based off like some of the strongest people in the world and that's what they usually look like yeah really really buff like upper, really really thick upper body strength and then mm-hmm. they just got the muscular gut yeah 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 they're like the, the guys the who do like stealer. strongman competition and yeah. shit yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense i have no problem i mean with i'm it. getting there i just have yeah. to get the muscle <laughs> yeah that's what you're missing <laughs> I got the shape. I just need the muscle. Yeah. I think because in popular culture these days, we're used to Chris Hemsworth as Thor. And so when people see a character like that, that looks like Thor, they don't necessarily know what the Norse mythology describes him to be. Yeah. And they're like, well, he's not a hot guy, so he's wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd I mean, I'm sure there are literally people out there who think Thor is a Marvel character. Yeah. And... They made him. Yeah. And so that's what he's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, overall, what did you think of the showcase? Um, we, we we got a lot of exclusives, so there's nearly no question on whether or not they are going to provide games for this console. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the showcase was overall a little average. It was definitely better than what we, uh, we've seen. I don't know what they're called, but like the various different presentations that we've seen throughout the mm-hmm. year. Like the previous ones were just like, yeah, okay, sure. 
why did you bother? But we did get some enticing new information. Yeah. and Well, I mean, it, this was basically like their E3, right? Yeah. They showed a lot of things. They The big things that they showed we're not going to be seeing anytime soon. Yeah. It's just to like get you hooked. Mm-hmm. And so you will think about getting a PS5 over the next few years. Yeah. But there's nothing in here that's like, go buy a PS5 right now. Yeah. I agree. Hell, we even have Horizon Forbidden West coming out soon, I think. Mm-hmm. And that was nowhere to be seen in this showcase. Surprisingly. Yeah. That's, that, that's a very good point. Uh, also, we have some news on that. So, venturing into our news stories. Yeah. Uh, they announced their different versions of the game. Mm-hmm. And apparently they were going to have only two particular versions that included the next-gen upgrade from PS4 to PS5. Uh, And this really upset people because they had kind of previously announced the game as a free upgrade if you were to get it on PS4. Mm -hmm. And they kind of backtracked on that, it seemed like. I think it was all about the fine print of how they worded it, Mm -hmm. but that was the understanding that people had was it was a free upgrade. Because of the outrage Mm -hmm. of what they were doing, they have now announced that they will provide a free PS5 upgrade to players for Horizon Forbidden West. Well, that's nice. Yeah. So (laughs) this kind of benefits us in a sense because we could either... Basically, what we would have had to do was we would have had to buy their digital version, Mm -hmm. which included both versions for... $80, $80, mm-hmm. I think it was. If I'm correct, it was either $70 or $80. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, they're going to charge you for the upgrade. Yeah. And then, because of this, we can now technically buy the PS4 version, which would be theoretically $60. Mm-hmm. And then we would be able to upgrade to the PS5 version for free. Nice. So we're saving anywhere between $10 to $20, depending on what they were skewing the price at for... The cross-gen digital version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. I understand that it does take more work involved in preparing mm-hmm. to have two versions available. Um, but any little bone they can throw us these days is good because <laughs> it seems like most PlayStation uh, games are not doing that. So it's a nice little... I think this is kind of they. They felt like they kind of had. Yeah, to. it was a side they're, effect. They're, of in a, they're in a position where this can make or break the success of the PS Five. Yeah, because if you you are now getting enough people getting upset that your games are misleading, then they're probably not going to buy it, and yeah. then you might give Xbox the advantage going yeah. into Halo coming out the same month. Yeah, or no, I guess this got delayed to the next year, huh? Oh. Right? Wasn't it February of next year or something? Yeah, yeah. I think so, you're right. But it was going to be November. Right. But either way. Um, so, yeah, we, we definitely benefited on that scenario. So, that's exciting. Definitely. Uh, some other news. Uh, Flight Simulator had a Top Gun expansion that was going to be coming out. And it is now going to be delayed to the release of the Top Gun Maverick movie. Makes sense. To tie in, obviously, promotion. And so that will be May 27th of 2022 for, as of right now, which could change, I guess, depending what they do. Yeah. 
Uh, there's also rumors for Nintendo Switch that Game Boy and Game Boy Color games will be coming to the online service that they have for the NES and Super NES games. Oh, okay. So they might be adding their old school retro handheld games. Is that the service that you have? Yes. Okay. Okay. I was like... Which I think it ends in like... November. December. December, yeah. Yeah, I think I did it around Christmas time. Yeah. This is rumors. Eurogamer and Nintendo Life reported this news saying that they could come uh, very soon mm-hmm. for consumers to to play. I mean, who knows what games? I imagine it would be like Mario Land, Donkey Kong Land, mm-hmm. one of the Metroids. The thing with the Zelda games is they had Link's Awakening, but they remade that game for Switch a couple years ago. Yeah. So they may come out with that game, but it's not really necessary. Yeah. <laughs> There's a better version now. Yeah. Um, I guess Pokemon would be an obvious one. They could put red and blue on there. Mm-hmm. That's it for our news this week. Yeah. Our big topic was the showcase. Mm-hmm. We did, um, we did play a game, though. Yeah, I spent about 12 minutes on something. Yeah, it was a little more than 12 minutes. Oh. <laughs> for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, we so I... I know we talked about playing this whenever we knew heard it was coming out, but I hadn't gotten around to it. And I finally checked it out, got immediately extremely frustrated and, and walked away, and then I had to come back later. So yeah, 12 Minutes was released on August 19th of this year for Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and Windows um, on Game Pass. So for anybody who has Game Pass, you don't have to pay anything extra for it, which is pretty badass. It was developed by Luis, Luis Antonio and published by Annapurna Interactive. So it was developed by one person? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like kind of an, I don't know if you want to say indie game or not, but yeah. 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 I mean, Annapurna, that's what yeah, they specialize that's what they do. in. Yeah. Um, yeah. One person. And it has, it had two writers who were the creator, the developer, Luis Antonio and Steve Lerner. Hmm. Um, and the voice cast, there's two, the two main characters of voice cast are James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley, who doesn't sound anything like what I'm used to hearing her sound like. Yeah, I think she doesn't have her typical accent. Yes. Yeah. Americanized or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's different. But she definitely does not sound like... No. Like, Like, I knew it was going to be her when I, before I started the game, and then I was like, are you sure? Like, I double checked, because I was like, maybe they changed it. No, it's her, apparently. Um, Uh, The cop is Willem Dafoe. That sounds about right, yeah. That's not surprising. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so it's a decision-driven game that involves a lot of time loops. Um, it pretty much takes place in your apartment, or you're you're playing as the husband, and in this within the apartment, there's a lot of different things going on, things that exist, things that can be um, interacted with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but and it's. Essentially, to progress the story, you have to, and it's a, you only have about 10 minutes, which is stupid because they call it 12 minutes, but whatever. Um, You only have about five to 10 minutes to get through each loop and then discover information that you can then use in your next loop. So. So it's not possible, right, to beat the game in one sitting? No. No. I don't think so. You couldn't stumble on accident across everything perfectly no and beat it in one turn no i don't think so because it seemed like what you had to do like you like you said was you 
you have a conversation and you like you learn a little detail mm-hmm. and then because of that detail you now know like oh i need this item to go do that yes um and then presumably you need to do it by a certain point before something else happens yeah and all that stuff yeah i played a few hours of this when it first came out mm-hmm. felt like i was progressing mm-hmm. just off the intel itself but then i hit this moment where i just wasn't learning anything new couldn't figure out what the hell i had to do and no matter what i tried i just kept getting my ass kicked by this cop mm-hmm. yeah i the same thing happened to me because the premise <laughs> is a cop shows up to your apartment and is like accusing your wife of of murdering uh, murdering her dad yeah and there's something about a watch and like that's the setup yeah so you have to figure out what the fuck's happening because no matter what he just kills you she denies shit and it's all up to you to figure it all out yeah um so i read something that said somebody compared it to legend of zelda majora's mask does that sound any correct to you at all mask because of the time loop situation? Uh, hmm. I don't know. Well. Because I don't, I haven't played that one, so. The only I can think of with time in that game, it's been a long time since I've played it, but the game is based off time, so you actually can lose, the, you You have to beat the game by a certain amount of time. If you don't, you, you start over completely. Oh, okay, okay. So in that sense, yes. Okay. But like, this is a lot more forgiving since it's a mm-hmm. much smaller scale. You're not playing like, an entire storyline yeah, yeah. of Zelda and then have to start from the, the beginning. Yeah, again. yeah. That would piss me off. Um, yeah, this, I would call this like an escape room, uh-huh. I guess is a way of putting it, but you have to... It also kind of felt to me like, um, in a way, like super hot, where you have to do things in a certain order or whatever. Like you, you have to strategize how to do things, yeah. right? Yeah. It's obviously not the same thing where you're like you can slow your movements to move slower or whatever, but I felt like it when we played when I played Super Hot, not very much, but I had to you had to strategize the mm. limited number of things you had and how to kill. Everybody. I mean, I would even argue it's kind of like Demon Souls and those kind of games mm-hmm. where not like the way you play, but like the idea of you have to learn, yeah. like like kind of what you're saying, you yeah. have to learn exactly what mm-hmm. you do through error over and over and over. Yeah. Like those uh, dungeon crawlers and stuff. Okay. Where... Yeah. So even though it's called 12 minutes and it takes you under 12 minutes to go through each loop, um, it is expected to take, I guess, between six to eight hours to finish the game. Mm-hmm. So um, anybody wondering if you can get through it in 12 minutes, pretty sure the answer is no. I mean, after you learn everything in those yeah. eight hours yeah you yeah. theoretically could yeah that's true. you know exactly you what know to the do. perfect interactions to have with everyone um it's a little it's it's a lot frustrating mm-hmm. at times i definitely walked away at one point and i was mm-hmm. like i don't know if i want to come back to this yeah and then you started playing it yeah. and i was like backseat <laughs> kind of like you were backseat playing, playing. yeah, yeah you i were. was like i was still <laughs> emotionally unhappy with this game and didn't want to play it myself yeah, but, but you're like, upset I was still, with me if i didn't do what you wanted me to I do i was still committed to <laughs> figuring it out yeah through you yes i will say that like once we figured out like the next aha moment mm-hmm. it kind of revitalizes more your uh, enthusiasm to continue it yes it's just like an escape room like you said it's, if you're stuck on a clue and you can't find any new clues you're like man this fucking sucks how do we get out of here well, let's ask for a clue or whatever mm-hmm. but 
once you get the next, you figure the next thing out, you're like, oh, okay, we can do this. And then you're like, okay, what else can I do now that I have that new piece of information? The problem with trying to look up guides is they're all spoiler based because everything you do is tied to the narrative. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you can just be like, well, I just need to know what item I need. Yeah. you don't know what item you need unless it tells you, like, well, you should be at this point where this happened. Yes. And so you might read too far ahead or whatever. Exactly. So. But, I mean, it's entertaining. It's one of those games where you might rage quit a few times before you finally can make it through it. Because it's really, you get st- stuck against a wall, essentially. Mm-hmm. But I'm enjoying it. I'm going to try to go back and finish it. I don't know how long it'll take me. Because it might take me several sessions before I get through enough information to, <laughs> to get through it but yeah i, I mean i literally it. just jumped on when like that night it came out i didn't mm-hmm. know what the hell i was doing mm-hmm. i was just clicking on the conversations and picking up shit and then doing things like i think like in the beginning it was like because she, she was like oh uh the desserts are in the fridge blah blah, yeah. blah. and i was like oh that's a hint, a hint. yeah so i yeah. went and i got the desserts and stuff and then it triggered you know, our conversation with whatever at the table and yeah. all that stuff. And then, like, it seemed like that was progressing. But I do feel like there's a lot of stuff like that that is, like, just busy work that isn't actually useful as far as moving forward the the, the core story. It's yeah. just fleshing out their lives for yeah. you. Yeah, true. Because and- I don't know if what I did there really made any impact on what I had to do later on. Right. But some of it does seem like, okay, this seems like unnecessary information. But I think it probably, like, in a couple of cases, I've been like, okay, cool. And then that ends up being an important detail later. Mm-hmm. So, um, eh, it's, it's fine. It's fun. Yeah. I'll check it out. It's, I would say uh, I'm slicing it so far. Okay. I'll say I'll, it's a test it for me. Yeah. I want to know how it ends, yeah, but I don't yeah. know if I want to go through the stress of not being able to figure it out. Yeah, this is less stressful for me than like Jurassic World Evolution because I because I can because pause. it's passive. Yeah, well, it's, not really because the guy that shows up. Yeah, you're out of control in that scenario. Right, but I can I can I don't feel yeah. It's less there's less number of items that are going out of my control yeah. on the screen. It's, it's just one. It's one person versus. Yeah. <laughs> Three 20 fucking, dinosaurs. Yeah, three Dilophosaurs fucking <laughs> being assholes and then Velociraptors breaking out of their yeah. goddamn cages. Storm warnings. Yeah. Bullshit. Fucking dino plague going yep. through. Yep. That's what she's Customers deciding that they don't want my fucking gift shop yeah, items. Suck it. Don't buy it then. <laughs> I mean, that's not how you win the game. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um,. So yeah, I, if, you have, if you have Game Pass, I'd say check this game out. And you'll know pretty quickly if you're going to hate it or not. I'm curious how much it costs, now that I think about it. Mm, that's a good question. Let me check. Because it's not, like, it doesn't look like a huge game. I couldn't imagine it's more than 20 bucks. Um, I can't find it available on any other, uh, like, platforms. It may be, but I'm not able to find it. So. I mean, it seems like it's just Xbox and, and, yeah. and Windows. So maybe it's like a Game Pass specific game. Oh, here we go. Stains. Steam. Steam. Finally found it on Steam. $24.99. Okay, $25. Yeah. Seems on the higher end, but yeah. we haven't finished it. I guess if the idea is it takes eight hours to get the complete story. Mm-hmm. You're you're getting your Yeah. 
content worth in that sense, I yeah. guess. Yeah. It certainly beats $70 for a 13-hour game. Yes, exactly. Sony. <laughs> All right. That is it. And uh, that's it for our episode this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you for sticking around, listening to the gaming section. And uh, we really hope you will take some time out of your day to go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whichever your podcast service is. Wherever you can rate us, please do. We would appreciate it. You can also check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at DTFPod. You can also see our website, DTFCast.com, or send us an email directly to DTFPod at gmail.com. That's it for episode 107 of Dissecting This Fiction. Bye bye. <laughs>